1: The realest podcast ever The realest podcast ever
2: Y'all used to hate on all of my moves but now niggas on it That used to bait me on me and my views but now niggas on it I see you on it. I used to tell them I had me a show but now niggas on it, you on it. Her homies on it, I see you on it. Your homies on it. No, she it. Y'all's the hater and all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Yeah, no, you just debate me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. Used I used to tell 'em I had me a show, but now niggas on it. On. Her homies on it. Now you want it. Your homies on it. The, the realest world. podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Here we go. No, Oh yeah. yeah. Well you was there. You, yeah, that, I was there. I right. was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> the mind. fact that you didn't follow me made me think I fucked up. Oh no, when you when you
1: do it right, I don't <laughs> I don't have to complain. Have to. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, It's like being in a relationship. You do shit right, ain't nobody complaining. Realist podcast Hour, episode 132.
1: No, one hundred and thirty two. Nah, one. Thirty two? one? Hey, I'm right. The award show was one thirty. Yeah, that was last week. No, it wasn't. It was two weeks oh, ago. Okay, Chad's right then. I'm agreeing with Taylor. 32. 32. 32. I'm listening the white man said. <laughs> <laughs> you want from a year. Yo, to it systemic was, oppression. Did you see? <laughs> did you see that TikTok that said
2: that chronicle R. Kelly admitting all of the shit that he did wrong no. over a 20 year period? I don't period. TikTok. It was like, it was it was on Twitter though. Oh. And the shit went stupid viral. And the ball was basically like uh he was cutting from like black people dancing to step in the name of love. It was like R. Kelly. Yeah, um, I have a fetish for young women. Black people dancing, step in the name of love. R. Kelly. I had I had got a Leah pregnant when she was 15. Black people still dancing to step in the name of love. Black people. Uh, then R. Kelly come back in again. He say, yeah, uh... Uh, I have women chained up in my house right now. Black people still dancing and step in the name of love. A white, per- a white person. Hey, uh, it comes come to our attention that R. Kelly been so and So it's like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> like R. Kelly been telling y'all for 20 years, I'm a sexual Yo. deviant. As soon as a white person said it, everybody like, hold on, wait, Yo. what's going on?
1: The, um. <laughs> did you hear Uncle Murder's wrap up?
2: I'm done with Uncle Murder. I'm not listening to that. Why not?
1: Because he stole it for
2: mad skills. I'm not listening to that shit. Well, I mean. He literally stole it and
1: then challenged him to, to rumble over it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody the other day was like, who do you think ha- is, has the better wrap-up, Skills or Uncle skills Murder? Skills don't even do it no skills more. Skills do it. He did oh, he backed, it. Oh, he had took off like. Oh, so okay. he, he, he did it for 20. I like Uncle Murder because he's like funny he's with like asshole. the distance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And uh, then my homie was like, who do you think is a better rapper, Skills or Uncle Murder. I'm like, well, I only listen to these niggas on January 2nd <laughs> outside of that. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Uncle Murda say
2: the most disrespectful ever and shit ever. they would be like, no disrespect <laughs> 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 on the ad, but it was like, nigga he just said you'll fuck my baby mom on Roku. Like, are you
1: okay? But he dissed R. Kelly in the in the Jones. <laughs> that's what you made me think about it. Shit. The one line he's like, um, I ain't gonna front, I'm gonna miss Trump. That nigga funny. Obama gave us trap phones. Trump gave us real money. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just, it's funny as shit. He's when, he, when he do them rap-ups, it's hilarious. His Jones is <laughs> way more funny than oh, Skills sure. Joneses. Skill shit is like, skills is like an actual... It's, who, what, when, it's a chronology. Yeah, exactly. What, when, where, why, how. Uncle Murder just like, Nikki fucked that money up like yeah it <laughs> just be stupid <laughs> shit so I, I actually think he's funny he comes from like that casanova yeah that that style of yeah he was screaming. casanova
2: before casanova
1: right he has an actual song though that's like a hit uncle murder yeah
2: he had a couple songs that what's hit? the big genre? uncle
1: murder was signed to fucking rockefeller what's the big John where he was screaming and hollering
2: uh I don't even remember.
1: He had a joint. I can't think of it right now.
2: And then uh, him and him and Mano had did like a group project and the shit was killing in New York. And um, Birdman tried to sign him. Mano said, Birdman sent me the worst contract I've ever seen in my life. Get the strap. Oh yeah, yeah
1: I heard yeah, that yeah, John a yeah. couple of times. I'm like, I know Uncle Murder got some actual shit. He had like three, four joints over the years. Like
2: one thing about Uncle Murder, he know how to get a deal, and he was getting big money too. He going in them offices getting three hundred thousand and shit. Like but his
1: that. uh his wrap up this year is over three different beats, and it's like older joints. Oh, I'm gonna check it out. He, he goes it. over to dun dun, dun dun dun. Dun, 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 The Frankie Beverly and Maze, yeah, John. Yeah. Then he go over, uh, I want to thank you, oh, that's, Heavenly right, five. That's he go, fire. I'm, a he ch- go I'm over uh, like it's, it's dope the way he did it. I, right, I, I enjoy his wrap ups But
2: bringing that up, it is New Year's. Happy New Year, everybody. We, we dropped the ball. We should have had the noisemakers and the hats and all that shit. Well, we got a lot of nonsense
1: <laughs> coming up in the show. So
2: how was your New Year's? Um, it was chill. It was perfect. I was home. I was with my lady. I got drunk. Uh, we got food, catered from Fleming's. We played Connect Four. She kicked my ass 11 to 5. And this was New Year's Eve or New Year's Night? Eve. Okay. Yeah, this is this is my New Year's Eve, and uh, it was just a cool, smooth night. I didn't really do nothing. I didn't desire to go anywhere. I start seeing uh, videos and all of that. Desire. shit.
1: Desire, <laughs> we don't desire to
2: do. <laughs> 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 I start seeing all of the, the all the underground New Year's <laughs> Eve parties and all of that shit, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm glad I'm in the house
1: Yo, in my suburban zip code." I uh, work New Year's Eve. I had to work New Year's Eve and i was actually on my break cuz i do i have a break every night cuz i work late okay from 11 uh 10 to 1205 so when it actually turned midnight you know i was people my late lead texted me my fifth sister's there everybody was texting me and yeah. shit and i'm like damn it is new year's how about it you know what i'm saying so i pull off at yeah. 1205 i pulled off came i do the uh, 27 so i i left Barron hill ridge pike you know henry ave up through roxborough manny young yeah. wissnerhecken Get on 76, and that's my last trip downtown. I get downtown, I'm done, I pull in. I get on 76, and I'm riding, and to myself, I'm like, damn, 76 is completely empty from what it was all night. Then when I come around the curve at Montgomery, I uh, see uh, a truck uh, upside down. (laughs) And I'm like, god damn, y'all starting with the nonsense early. Shout out to Philly. (laughs) But let me tell you, I I see the truck upside down, all the traffic has to get off of Girard. Traffic is backed up on 76 from Girard to 676, and I'm like, how the fuck you flip a truck like like yeah. just coming in it, it just turned midnight you <laughs> yeah. know what i'm saying then when i got downtown i saw the twitter two men shot on 70 and i'm just like yeah. oh philly they just said, they said oh damn we missed we missed the 500 by one <laughs> get this shit
2: started <laughs> right ahead of the midnight man started the Three year Three
1: murders old. and seven shot on new year's day that's nuts crazy
2: we just won't stop and here's the thing we we did a whole year of that we still don't know the reason why it's so up in Philly like we I have no clue as to what the fuck went on to jump the murders from like 320 to
1: 500 I saw the official uh statement released New York has 8.9 million people in New York City yeah. That we're not talking about the metros like in New York in New City, City. 8.9 million they have 447 murders this season this season this year <laughs> It's like it's like a game. This <laughs> is what it sounds like. And manhunt. Yeah. Um. Los Angeles has six point one million in their city. Yeah. They had three hundred and sixty-eight murders, I believe. And Philadelphia has one point one million in the city and four hundred ninety-nine murders. And allegedly, only forty-two percent of the city is black.
2: Right. Crazy. So who's? So are we doing all the killing, or are we doing our share of killing per the demographics? What the fuck I want to know. Per capita. Per capita. Yeah, yeah, per capita. <laughs> like, like, but that shit is wild. And it's like, um we talked about it, the uh, award show, like, yo, is we going to get the 500, da da da. Oh, no, that was the uh the, the show after. The show after? Yeah, the show after. We talked about We, we were the, both wrong. Because you <laughs>
1: said four. 80 something. We both were in the 80s. I yeah. think I said 87 and you and said, might 82. Have said 82. I yeah 82 or 83 or something like that. We were like both wrong. Yeah, the, the, the money was on the over we missed we, we
2: missed bad nah. we missed bad man um you know so you know i sent out a nice little heartfelt message on new years just understanding What had just happened with you know closing the year out, COVID, all these murders, just you know just a a lot of nonsense in a a, you know in a new way of living for for some of us, some a lot of us are still doing whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, and um you know I just wanted everybody to just be safe. You know where if they was out, take care of yourself, take care of whoever with you, and just you know avoid the nonsense. And the thing about Philly that's so scary is that. You don't got to be the target of the nonsense to end N-
1: up in the nonsense. No, you can be talking to the crossing guard. You can be opening a fire hydrant for the children. Yeah, you can just be walking down the street, minding your goddamn business. You
2: Anything. And get your issue. And, um, you know, at some point, we're going to have to start policing our own communities. So that the police don't have to and holding people accountable for the nonsense and the destruction that they causing. Because if you look like you said a bunch of episodes ago, like there's literally like five different Philadelphias Mm -hmm. and it's like you go into these different little pockets, and it's like, this shit doesn't exist. Y'all wouldn't dare.
1: I tell you crazy shit was, I used to do the 9 in the afternoon, right? The 9, you know, goes from Andorra down to 4th and Walnut. So you, when you come off the expressway, 30th Street, you go down Chestnut yeah. to 4th Street, turn to Walnut, take Walnut back up. Every day, this white lady with white hair would get on the bus. Hey there,
0: ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about?
1: She would get on. Hey, how you doing? I would say what's going on. She would talk to me every fucking day, and yeah. she'd just get on and say, "Hey, how you doing?" So naturally, seeing her every day, seeing me every day, she started. You know, how's your day going? You know, how's how's it been? You know, what's going on with the right. traffic? Whatever. So then we just started like speaking. Yeah. And I'm to myself like, where do I know this white lady from? Like, I, you know, you just yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. You seems that. somebody seems familiar. And I'm like, do I know this lady from like school? Like, I, I just feel like I like, I've seen her before. Yeah. So. We, one day, I got to 4th and Walnut, like normal. Yeah. She was still on the bus. She she would get off and walk down 4th Street. Okay. She would get on every day at uh, 21st and Chestnut and ride down, down to the, the and end Walnut. and get off and walk down 4th Street. So, one day I got down there late. She was on the bus, so people were waiting. At 4th and 1. There was like two or three people waiting yeah. to go, you know, back up. So basically I was driving her off, picking them up, and I was out. As she got off of the bus, one of the, it was a white lady getting on. She said, Oh, hey, Lynn, how you been? And she said, Hey, I'm good. You know, whatever, whatever. And she started walking down the street. And that's when it hit me. I'm like, Lynn Abraham. That's Lynn Abraham. <laughs> yeah. That's the old district attorney. To fill. And it's like, she lives on for 4th Street. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Damn, she really hop on the bus and walk down every day. And (laughs) you know, and it's just like there really is like she don't even have a sense probably of what fifty eighth and king cess you know what I'm saying? Like she don't even you know, like she don't live that life. So I'm just like, damn, that's crazy as shit to think that the old district attorney of Philadelphia who done put Mad motherfuckers away. <laughs> right. It's, it's just, just walking around on the free. bus, right? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't shit on a Tuesday. I'm chilling. <laughs> I just came from getting my scones. I'm about to go back home. But and she was like, nothing. she was like, "Hey, Lynn, how you doing?" That's when I, I swear I'm like, "Oh shit, that's Lynn Abraham, fam." Yeah. Just chilling. Just chilling. Like there really are different Philadelphia. Yeah, it's and crazy. it's like my whole thing is just like I'm just tired
2: of like you know niggas being the last ones to to know everything or see the writing on the wall. And it's like, fam, they are. They've already pushed a lot of Northern Liberties. Y'all been couldn't go to Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you, you can't go to Society Hill. You yeah, can't yeah. go to Old City. So it's like, y'all don't see, like, this shit is not set up for y'all to thrive no more. Mm-hmm. Like, it's over in terms of, like, nightlife, entrepreneurial, all of that shit. Everything got to go to a neighborhood review and all of that shit because they don't want the traffic of this nonsense. So what's going to end up happening is y'all going to be confined to the hoods that y'all either grew up in or y'all adopted, and the counties. And that's going to be the only place y'all going to be able to go and party, fucking have businesses and shit like that because the difference between black people and white people, yes, you go to fucking white bars, motherfuckers get smashed, they drink 32 beers, beat everybody up in the bar, all of that shit, but it stops there. The difference is niggas shoot shit up, and that's our first go-to. What'd you say, nigga? Stay right there. And everybody got to die at that point. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... We got to police ourselves and just stop being so willing to just be on the nonsense. I know you saw the video from New Year's Eve in Atlanta yeah. at Republic.
1: That Jones ridiculous. Niggas went full Chris Brown and Drake. Like <laughs> Niggas threw bottles for 30 minutes. I say, yo, to, to 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 risk your life and everybody around you life to come out for a party just to get to the party and get hit with a Jägermeister, <laughs> that has to stick. Like, is,
2: is that, is that, was that Rumbleman? <laughs> Dog, you
1: get hit with an Alizé. Like, Who the fuck ordered an Alizé? <laughs> is, is that Rika Vodka? <laughs> like, was Joe to see in this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Fuck ordered Alice? Like God Damn, like, like man, I know you used to party with Pac. You yo, know, drinking,
2: drinking like, hypnotic. <laughs> <I was, laughs> <laughs> I've been telling <laughs> a
1: roller coaster. Like, uh, I'm not trying to get hit in the head with one of them well, jokes. Like, them Jones don't break. A scissor? Like, nah. You, <laughs> <laughs> that shit gonna it's hurt. Freaky Ziki, <laughs> <yeah>. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, that
2: shit gonna hurt, man. But yeah, niggas <laughs> went full Chris Brown and Drake. The story that I got told from somebody that worked there Mm -hmm. basically said it was a situation where they had pre-sold the stage. 35,000, people on however much liquor they got. Where y'all got 100 people from, I have no fucking clue. To even gather to to put this 35 racks together. That's neither here nor there. So apparently some people had migrated their way onto the stage and was trying to like brody the area. Like, oh, this joint, oh, it's at the midnight. This joint ain't nobody here yet. We just going brody. And uh, the waitress went and asked them like, "Yo, y'all gotta move. Da-da-da, Somebody pay for this? Da-da. What, bitch?" Da-da-da. And it just turned into fucking chaos. They went behind the bar, cleared all the liquor out, throwing bottles, fighting with the security, fighting other people. Allegedly, a couple people got three people got stabbed, <laughs> I believe. And it's just like, yo, who the fuck wants to go to jail on New Year's? And who the fuck wants to go to
1: jail on New Year's in an unfamiliar area? Oh, who wants to get stabbed on New Year's? Like, why what? are you screaming like it's a slug? <laughs> it's only the hawk. <laughs>
2: God damn, dog. And it's just like, yo. And then niggas is right back the following weekend.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> like, Some shit popped off and landed out of the other day, uh, <laughs> shooting out in front of a club and shit. And I'm just like, my thing be this, and and and, and it, it, it goes back almost to like the, uh, like we just talked about, like the 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 demographics yeah. and just. Did you go on your prom? Yes, on okay. my senior prime only. Uh I was truant. Uh <laughs> you you went to year. Central. I went to Central, yeah. So Central I had to assume was like kinda mixed. Completely mixed. I would have to assume. Black, white, Asian, Indian, everything. So we went my, I went to Saul. So we went to my senior prime, of course, and like niggas you know what i'm saying i had way too much shit i had this big you've seen i had the biggie suit yeah, life at the death it. it was july <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying i mean uh may i'm sorry it was may 31st right. was my prom and you know it was i had this big ridiculous suit of course i went with desiree she you know chick hair all over the place hills it was this big and shit i had a cane you know what, <laughs> what i'm saying you we, went full red you were full, full life at the death uh, full hollywood <laughs> shuffle. Like, it was ridiculous so we had a stretch excursion you know what i'm saying yeah and uh it was about five or six other couples in the joint with me it was ridiculous you know i'm stretch excursion in 2002 yeah, yeah. this is cash money <laughs> shit. you know what yeah. i'm saying like i was saying they going to the prom the one thing i noticed being that my school was predominantly white yeah yeah we got to the prom and all of the black kids we all had big ridiculous lebron james suits gucci this fendi that all the girls were in 19 inch heels that yeah. they could barely walk in 10 pounds of weave like we, you to the point where like you couldn't even move right. and then the white people they had on bullshit ass suits yeah, and just, their tux from the, fucking men's warehouse white girls was doing cartwheels they were sliding <laughs> across the floor <laughs> I'm like yo they having a the time they like it was white chicks that was coming in there with dresses and converses like chuck taylor yeah them. and i'm just like we're just so over the top. Yeah, you know, with we, everything, we can't even really get into the shit. You well, know what I'm you, saying? You want to hear what one of my one of my close friends wore to prom?
2: Nigga wore a full white Lakers warm up with a Kobe Bryant jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe's, <laughs> Kobe's, and he had he had the braids with the hairline with the full Whoa. dye
1: job, the whole Beijing, Yo. the whole shit. Jules had a leather uh, leather pants, leather jacket. Uh Jordan's on. I wore I wore linen and leather. Oh
2: wow. I had you... on I had on white linen, uh brown linen belt, brown and cream Caesar Picate shoes, and a brown summer linen up uh, summer leather jacket. Oh, you went full case. <laughs> <I> went <laughs> 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 you went full you went full
1: heavily I went full I went full uh, Terrence Howard. <laughs> I wanted to wear uh <laughs> Concords on my prom. I wanted to wear the whole suit with the thing with the, with the Concords, and my mom was not going Boy, for it. Boy, act
2: like you got some damn sense.
1: I was like, Jules wore the Jordans, <laughs> though, and she was just like, well, he don't live here. So, and I'm just like, damn. Good times. I hate it on me. Prom. But, yeah, no, that's really, like, even when it comes to, and, and now as us as, like, older, it's, like, so over the top. And I look at, like, because I got white friends. When they go out, they'll get, like, roasted drunk, and it'll just be, like, that's it. Yeah. The most they might get is a DUI right that's it 17 weekends in jail even if a <laughs> fight breaks out at the bar it's like dude somebody could sock somebody he'd be like dude what the fuck <laughs> fuck man get him oh, a beer the, the fuck you, fuck hit, you hit me so, man he's so angry for like it whereas like on the flip side a simple word the ar coming out a simple mis, <laughs> misunderstanding of words where it ain't even don't no, move nigga. it ain't even no fight yeah don't move my nigga stay right where you at I say, told you say less. I didn't even say nothing. Feet drug me into what has now become Uncut North. Okay, and it's not even Uncut Twenty Second Street. It's yeah. Bucky's now. Yeah. At the time, it was called Jolly's North. Yes. And he one one of them <laughs> this was old school. yeah. One of them skeevy Nights. <laughs> he drug me in there, and we got in there, and I guess he knew the DJ because you know DJ booth was like up some yeah, steps yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So we was up there or whatever, and I'm just like. It it felt like the beginning of belly, but I didn't have context. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it was it was way too much going or on. Or a biker jacket. Yeah, like, but this wasn't a heist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'll never forget the chick was like, yo, buy me a hookah to me. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I don't even know you. <laughs> and she was like, what fuck? Gonna be on no nut shit. And I'm like, how am I on some <laughs> nut shit? You can sit here trying to, ra- trying to uh, rationalize with this hood wreck. And one one or two more words guy said, and she was like, fuck yo, I have real shit I'll get you fucking dealt with. And I'm like, what the fuck? How did we get here? <laughs> How did we fuck? get here? Nobody's supposed to be. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's, okay, hey, hey, what dog, is going on? So it's like, yeah, that energy is just—it's crazy. Yeah. One night I was driving the 33, the last 33, and coming past the the Jollies, yeah. and the the party had spilled out into the street. Bitches was twerking, and when I pulled up with the bus, they stopped in front of the bus and pulled down the bike rack <laughs> and started twerking <laughs> Twer- on on a. No, and I'm like, now they gotta sanitize the bike, <laughs> <laughs> the, the bike rack. But they pulled out of Jordan, that's was get, getting busy, today. and they wouldn't let me go down the street. Bitches was like six, <laughs> seven bitches in the street dancing on top of the car, dancing on the bike rack and shit. Jolly's North, man. Gotta love North. North Philly is its own everything. Yeah. Like, it's a not, sovereign state. <laughs> and not just
2: one part, the whole North. Like, and that's the biggest part of <laughs> the The whole North is its own thing. And depending on where you at, it's more
1: uh like parochial to that yeah. particular area. Did I tell you I had an anti-masker situation the other day? Oh no, lit. Let's get it. Yo. So I was the anti-masker <laughs> <laughs> by accident. Yo, you didn't even think about this shit. So my, my wrist has been killing me. I don't know what the fuck is. I think I might have some carpal tunnel shit. But anyway, I wanted some Tylenol. I didn't have none with me. So I'm yeah. like, I'm going to go over to the poppy store and have Tylenol. I had a mask. I always have one in my jacket. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I was doing, but I got out of my car and left it on my center console. So when I was walking into the poppy store, now mind you, this is the poppy store in the hood. It says no mask, no entry. But motherfuckers <laughs> fuck is being there all... I, I drive about... All by, day. I see them all day. They're in there making their own food with no mask <laughs> so No, Pop, you fucking it up. Yeah. Let me show you how to make this, joke. So in my mind, I'm literally going in. Yo, let me get a Tylenol. One dollar. <laughs> and I'm out of here. I'm out of here. So I walk in. It's an older gentleman standing there. He's like in the aisle. And it's a, a younger... I don't want to sound rude or ignorant, but the, the women that live life as men. <laughs> y'all laughing. I'm being so serious.
2: Because
1: I don't. What's the technical term? Uh,
2: uh,
1: Alternative lifestyle. OK, that it's a it's a woman, but she's and that might get us in trouble. <laughs> she's a woman, but she's clearly on some like she's acting like a guy. OK, type shit. You know, I don't know, but. She had on, like, a Dickie set and some tattoos on her face. and, But it's like a nigga. Like, yeah. But it's a woman. But she might be pregnant next week. You never know. It, <laughs> like Somebody might get big bro pregnant. <laughs> when I walk in, she's on the phone. Like, she's talking on the phone, standing at the ATM. Yeah. So I'm not paying her no mind. So it's a young girl at the counter paying for her stuff whatever whatever she on the phone and she just like yeah nah like they be fucking up like drawling on the block you know what i'm saying like that's my block how y'all come to my block and make it high and i'm just like hearing in my background like fuck is she talking you know (laughs) whatever whatever so then i'm i'm about to step up to the joint i'm like uh as i'm about to talk i hear her say you don't got no mask but i'm not paying her no mind yeah so I was like, hey, can I get a Tylenol real quick, an extra trim Tylenol, just a little pack, jump. You know? So she turned around, she's like, yeah, oh, oh, they under here. She get her, she's like, yeah, you need a mask, yo, that COVID thing serious. And I'm still not. And she <laughs> like, I know you hear me, dog, and I, I'm still like, cause I'm not mind. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. on the phone. I'm doing what I'm doing. So she was like, yo, scepter, like you, you don't hear me. Yo, scepter. <laughs> so that's when I turn around. I'm like,
2: now it's about to go left.
1: So I'm like, you talking to me? And she was like, yeah, like where your mask at? And I'm like, I do that, you know? like. <laughs> You out of to get fucking mind And she was like, yo, 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 like, yo, this is my block. Like, you can't talk crazy. My mom, I don't give a fuck where we. And the 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 the, the, the mommy was like, take, huh, 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 take, 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 take. So I'm just like, the fuck is going on? So she was like still rapping, da, 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 some yeah. other shit. So I'm, I'm like, listen, young man. And then when I said that, that's when all hell kind of like <laughs> broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whatever, man. I'm going to fuck to work. I'm getting the fuck out of there. And she was up, still hooting and hollering man. as I walked the fuck out. <laughs> and I, I'm just like, I'm not even an anti-master, but I'm like, this is how fast them stupid situations go and people be on Worldstar screaming and hollering and getting yeah, drunk went, out of the store. She went full Nancy Pelosi on you in a hurry. And and it's it was because the crazy part was she didn't have her mask on, (laughs) like her mask was like under her. But I got one. (laughs) Just like but I got one. You playing, yo? So yeah, I had me a little anti-masker situation the other day. North Philly. That's that's what it all boils down to, just being out there and in it. The um. Did you have any nonsense or anything before we get into our rundown? No, 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 good week. Nope, I've been staying out of trouble and away from people. Yeah, that, that's honestly the best place to be and the best, you know, where where to be. I don't
2: want to see any of these people. <laughs> like, I don't want to run into y'all. Like I'm about to change my phone number for the first time in like damn near twenty years. Like I saw you going off the over. other
1: day about uh, giving people fuck yous or something. Oh yeah, no,
2: I was I was because it's just like it's basically like a situation where. You know, it's like it's relationship stuff, but it's like, you know, when people start trying to put themselves in your relationship for their own benefit or for their own like because they're jealous or miserable or whatever like that and trying to like spin a narrative on something that they don't know nothing about. So basically what it comes down to is a a friend of. Somebody, you know, a friend of a a friend, whatever, somebody that I know, we had a good, cool relationship. We were friends. I hooked her up with a close friend of mine, all of that shit. And it's like, I was the greatest nigga ever when that happened. Now it's like, oh, you starting to see, like, you know, my girl elevating past you. And now it's like. No, you gotta you gotta stop dealing with this. It's like one of them situations, and it's like it's all bullshit and material driven because I don't talk to you. You don't know what's going on with our relationship. You know what I'm saying? And it's one of them things where it's like you know, in a moment of distress, my girl is venting to her, so now she thinks she know everything, and now it's like, oh, you gotta leave this nigga because so and so said. And it's like it's it's like yo, be a friend or not be a friend. Right. But if you're not gonna be a friend, then you can't really get mad. Yeah, You see what I'm saying? So it was just like one of them situations. And it's like, damn, it's like, you know, I'm a good nigga just in general. How I live my life, I fucking help people, look out for motherfuckers, give people free advice, business, all types of shit. Hook people up with niggas who dicks that they own, everything. And at some point, it's like people always go out of their way to like turn on me. It's like, yo, yeah, what the fuck is going on here?
1: I. You, you ever hear the, the 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 phrase? If you give people an inch, they'll they take, take a, a mile. mile. Yeah, these motherfuckers will take fifty-five miles, <laughs> ninety kilometers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
2: like. they, they, and that, and that's just my whole thing. And it's like my thing going forward for the rest of this year is limiting access to certain people. I. Take 50, 60 phone calls, text messages, whatever a day from different people for that all want something different from me. And I try my best to give them whether it's a conversation or my energy or steering them in the right direction, whatever it may be. But I'm tired of the shit for real, for real. And it's like, yo, I got shit that I'm I need to do for me. I we gotta scale this fucking media company. Hey. I got other <laughs> businesses that I gotta scale this fucking year. And it's like I don't have time to to
1: entertain these bullshit conversations. Like honestly, in the last couple years, the fact that I've like almost like re- retracted my like goings-ons of other people and what they got going to the point now where i don't even be noticing shit yeah you know? like i and I, I don't even honestly i don't even be caring to notice or no right. i'd be telling people all the time be like yo so-and-so said so i'd be like dog listen at this juncture of life i'm so positive that <laughs> yeah. if you have a problem with me that's between you and the god you serve yeah no leave bullshit. me out of it i'm at the gym or i'm at work yeah i got Three main goals I'm focused on this year. If it ain't that, yeah. I really don't get it. It's and, nothing I can do. And that's another thing.
2: I'm not entertaining no op energy from nobody. I said that I'm shit. I'm on a zero tolerance for that shit. If I see if somebody allegedly got a problem with me, because I don't have a problem no motherfucker allegedly got a problem with me and you following me and following them, that means that. You entertained by whatever bullshit that they pulling, and I don't. You don't need to be entertained by me. So I'm gonna go ahead and do us both the favor and separate you from me. And when you reach out to me and ask me, hey, why so and so and so and so, op energy, like I'm not. I'm on some meek shit I'm not tolerating No op energy From nobody I'm not doing that Oh you call me And then call this person And well so and so I'm not doing none of that like, I'm, I'm 37 years old I'm a grown fucking man With businesses Family responsibility All that shit I'm not entertaining That shit And I will curse you The fuck out And it'll go Wherever you want it to go I'm not entertaining No op energy From nobody Male, female Cat, dog Frog None of that shit It's not going that
1: I, way well. I felt <laughs> you I, I, like, <laughs> I feel the energy On that one It's like yeah I, I think I'm I'm in the same type John i'm just at the point where i'm i i don't I, I don't care i've realized this being around like the 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 people a lot of, like it's all bullshit it's all it's, exactly it's, it's, it's all a, a um not even a menstrual so, stroke I, i'm gonna it's say it's a, a temporary distraction no i'm saying more so like a um like an optical illusion <laughs> like like right, smoke right, right. and mirror. Yeah. you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. and it's just like you know how they have the elephant on the stage and then poof, and the elephant ain't there? Yeah. It's like that type of shit. And I just to myself sometimes sit back and just be like, yo, if you have four kids, right, you got bigger fish to fry than <laughs> somebody saying something about you on Twitter or somebody doing this or something. And, and yeah. I, you know, I've just really reached a point in life where it's like, no, I'd be like how you say you take calls from 60 people a day. I take calls from six Right. Maybe. Right. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Six or seven people. Everybody loves McDonald's fries.
0: So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um,
1: But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like, real shit. I talked to you. I talked to Dan. I talked to... Because we got to chat. I got yeah. Jules and Ra. And... That's it. I seen one of my close homies for like 15 years the other day. He pulled up on me. He was just like, damn, dog, like you ain't hit me in a little minute. And I'm just like, I hate to break it to you, man, but like <laughs> you didn't make the team. You know what I'm saying? You got left in 2019. And it's not a diss. Yeah. Nipsey said it best everybody can't go. No bullshit. And that's just the reality of it. Like if I'm literally at the point where I get off work at one o'clock at night, yeah. I be at the gym at fucking nine o'clock in the morning so it's like i literally get off sleep and be up because i'm on a certain regiment where i'm you know it's yeah. just it's just i i this is where i'm at right now yeah, motherfuckers got to get on your schedule got to get
2: on your routine <clears throat> if they but it also besides them uh, uh, uh capitulating to what you want they gotta just not be on some nonsense to
1: even make the rotation my thing is is like if you're one of my my Lifelong homies and shit. And Rod know exactly what I'm talking about when he heard this. We grew up together. He's ridiculous. You know what I'm like? You ever have a friend that's just ridiculous? Mm-hmm. Like, just just always. When you see the joint the, and the name goes sideways, you like, 500 murders. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you be. Because it'd be like, I know this is about to be some nonsense. I'm in the bed. I get off work at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I get home 1.15, if I'm hungry, I eat. Nine times out of ten, because I'll be doing the whole fast shit. I won't even eat. So it's yeah. like, I'm tired. I've lifted weights like a motherfucker before work. I done worked a fucking 10, 11 hour run. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired. I get off work. I'm winding down. I take melatonin a lot of times just to help me sleep. Yeah. So that shit kicks in. I'm in the bed. I'm asleep. Phone rings. 3.51 a.m. Oh, God. I see the name. What's your natural reaction when you see a phone call from somebody you don't talk to Emergency. all the time at four in the morning, it
2: must be emergency.
1: Emergency. Yeah. The fuck is going Yo, 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 What's up? Yo, real talk. Do you think Volume One is better than Cam's second album? <laughs> and I'm like, what the <coughs> fuck are you talking about? And what speakeasy are you in right <coughs> now having this? Hey, like, debate? no, you know SDE, right? Like, you do you honestly think Volume One is better than SDE, or is it just that we like hold more than we like Cam? And I'm like. You can't be fucking serious right now. He like, dog. Like, I know you know. Like, give me, come on. And I'm just like, man, volume one better, dog. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> he like, I told y'all niggas. That. <laughs> I'm just like, eh. what gambling house are you in right now? Doing this at four and and it, and it just be like shit like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And me personally, I don't have like the negative. I, I, like some of y'all are just so depleted. Yes, of positive energy. And good people and good things. Yeah. That goes into the shit we was talking about yesterday where it's like, this is the reason why y'all are in these clubs when the, you don't need to be there. Right. Why are you in these? It's like, what is it about your home life that you hate that much? Everything. That you like, no, I got to go to Wichita, Kansas, because they <laughs> open till 3 in the morning. <laughs> it's like, what is it? This shit is wild, man. It's deep. We'd man. almost need a psychologist to come up no, here. No,
2: for sure. For sure, man. But it's just like, you know, bad shit happens to good people sometimes. My whole thing is, I'm just going to limit the amount of bad shit that happens to me and the amount of negative interactions that I I intake. Not only this year, but just going forward. Period. Like I, I can't deal with this shit. Like, like a man enters his financial earning prime around between sometime between 35 and 40. We got a lot of money to fucking make and a lot of ground to make up and. You know, we're on the cusp of doing something great with this fucking show. And that's all I'm singularly focused on. I
1: said it the other day. I'm like, man, some of the the conversations and talks that are going on and some of the things that could pop, I'm telling you, like, how they be like, when I pop up, Mary, don't ask me no questions. I'm like, my thing is, I'm going to buy a Phantom, (laughs) I'm going to write it off as a business expense for research purposes. Cause we talk a lot on the show about yeah. things, and I, I want to be. When Meek said the Phantom so big it can't fit in the parking spot, I want to get one to see. <laughs> research. <laughs> this is research. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you see me in a Phantom. Don't ask me no questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just know what's up, bitch. Yeah. And that's sure. just where it's at. So, so you want to get into some of these topics? Uh, uh, let's get into this first one, man. We made the top podcast list. Hey, man, what the fuck is Taylor? At? He didn't left the damn yeah. we need some claps, man. Taylor out there buying weed. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> The um, oh,
2: here he is. He's so We need yeah. some claps, man. TR finally, some recognition around this bitch. uh, the best of 2020, Philly edition, <laughs> top 20 pod, top uh, podcast of 2020. Gross podcast, ever million dollars worth a game, the hood therapist, the real G funny podcast, Philly John podcast, shout out Tiff, Miss September, Unforgiven podcast, the chocolate. Chip and Sit podcast and Fuck with Philly podcast as PHUCK with Philly podcast also. Um shout out to everybody that was acknowledged, shout out to everybody that didn't get acknowledged. Keep working, keep grinding. You know what I'm saying? We've been at this shit for 4 years now. Our anniversary show is in 2 weeks and oh, yeah. um got to do that before i bounce. Yeah, for sure. It's just like we you know, we still got a lot of work to do you know what i'm saying it was like but you know the culmination of being recognized is good enough for me like i don't need to be number one i'm on the list cool from there we can figure out where the fuck we're going i want a phantom (laughs) and
1: to be recognized yeah so you know what i'm saying definitely want the recognition so um, shout out to hip-hop since
2: 1987 for putting us on the list um you know i don't know what the criteria was what type of research they did whatever but they picked us and now they follow us on IG uh, at official TRPE. So shout out to them. And, um, you know, much more stuff to come, man. For sure. Even with that, I
1: saw like. The Philly, you know. Oh man, it came right out.
2: It, like it, it I, just, I posted it on all, you know, all my media, fucking IG post, IG story, podcast page. Posted the you came right out. Yeah, fuck, y'all better than so. so I'm just like, fam. <laughs> it says number one, the list is not in order. Right. Number two, these are all great shows. I've listened to majority of them, not all of them. I can't cap, but I've listened to majority of them, and. People do what they do and everybody bring that's what's dope about podcasting is everybody brings something different to the game. Like, and I don't want no podcast beef. I want to go on all those podcasts. Right. Share them the the with the like, audience.
1: That that's the, the shit with like I even not even say Philly, just us in general. Urban like, culture. I had a tweet the other day. I said the biggest problem facing our community is we have a sick, twisted love affair. With nonsense, yeah, like any nonsense. This is why loving hip hop is so successful.
2: This is why shade room, because <laughs> th- so sc- we
1: love bullshit. Yeah. We love it. Dr. King got to be looking down
2: at us like. Y'all failed. Dog. Y'all failed miserably.
1: Like, I could have staved my ass in the house. <laughs> I could have chilled the fuck out. I'm alive
2: right now if I would have known that this was going to be the end result.
1: Had me walking all over the place and y'all playing games. I could have just
2: chilled. Montgomery bus boycotts, all types of shit, and y'all just non- this nigger
1: nonsense. I remember my dad was like, Why do you have so many sneakers? I was ordering these. They kept coming to his house. What, what is the purpose in all these sneakers? Huh? Martin Luther King ain't had as many sneakers. I'm like, do you know Martin Luther King? Do you know him? Like, What does what this even mean? What do you even think
2: about that? Wasn't that many sneaks out when MLK was doing his thing. Yeah, they was marching in shoes. Hard
1: bottom. Yeah. Stacey Adams. Stacey Adams is on. <laughs> it's on point yeah. like Stacey Adams. Yeah. But no, real talk. We have like a a love affair with just nonsense. Like anything that happened has got to be a confrontation. It's got to be some hostility. It's got to be some bickering. It's got to That's that love and hip hop shit where it's like we can't just sit here and be normal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just what it is. Yeah. I, I saw the commercial the other day. Apparently, they're combining all the love and hip-hops now. Of course they are. And they, have,
2: they have no more tricks left.
1: And I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and, and, and just every, every join that they like on the commercial, every, I haven't watched the show in years. Every single person that they show. Oh, the tea is hot. I got the tea <laughs> and the tea is piping and the tea. And it's just like that the tea, that's all we yeah, care about. Literally the tea. Stupid this shit is bullshit. Dumb shit man. Nonsense. So it's just like yeah, whenever I see things like this is like It goes back to where we always go to for me the biggest one in recent years is the Cardi and Nikki thing we literally acted like that so much that they started believing it. Yeah, we perpetuated the beef as
2: a culture, and then they was like, and they well, fed fuck it. into yeah, it. We might as well beef then. <laughs>
1: nah, nah, bitch, had eat the shoe, bitch. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We might as well beef then. Fuck, like you. there was no beef, and somehow. People like, is it Cardi? Nicky? Is it Nicki? Is Nicki hating on Cardi? Is Cardi taking Nicki's right. spot? And da, da 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 And we watched it every single year because people were sick of Nicki. When Remy Ma got out and had a, a, a song, it was like, oh Remy Ma. Then it was like, no, it ain't Remy Ma. It's like, oh, it's Cardi. And it, yeah. it just it to the point where they all started beefing. Yes. And even when Nicki blew up, it's like, oh, Kim officially done because To where Nicki and Kim was beefing, and it's yeah. just like we just here's the thing the biggest problem with black culture
2: is our media our social media all of that shit we cover shit with such a biased angle and a slant to it where you'll you'll egg a situation on until it till it happens and then once people start busting motherfuckers heads open oh man they stupid i don't know
0: who needs an alarm in the morning when mcdonald's has sausage egg and cheese McGriddles?
1: And a breakfast cut off Ba-da-ba-ba-ba Why the fuck Yo, do you do that shit like that? Somebody could start a podcast, right? This week Yo, we just started a podcast, the podcast out Somebody will come up to me, you know what they'll say? Yeah, I seen so-and-so got a podcast, they ain't fucking with y'all though And it'd be like, bro, they started Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they consulted me on how to start the podcast Like, like it, it, it's, it's, it's just that, that yeah, like there has to it's be the th- some the t- thirst to be number one, and it's like no, not, it's not news. even the thirst to be number one. I think it's just the thirst for drama. Oh yeah, I think that, that more so because it, it, who? What are we number one of? What what are Wallow and Gilly number one of? You know what I'm saying? It's like you know what I'm it's saying. All imaginary titles. <laughs> it's like all, it's like all imaginary. Like what do we win at the end of the day, <laughs> motherfucker, You want to keep it a buck and keep it a bean, fucking uh joe rogan is the undisputed king of podcasting and he don't ever be on that tip right i'm crushing everybody can't nobody fuck with me as far as viewership and money made and and this nigga's got a hundred million dollar deal just over on one platform (laughs) right so it's like you know what i'm saying it just amazes me at how we at times just be like no matter what if you start selling chicken wings. The other girl who sells chicken wings on, on Philly Instagram, <laughs> there has to be some yeah, some, some now we'll smoke. Chicken wing beef. <laughs> Next thing you know, I y- you know I was making wings first. Next thing y'all know, you see a video of them rumbling in the oil aisle at <laughs> Sam's Club and you're just like, What the fuck? <laughs> like, this shit is crazy. There just always has to be drama for people to feed yeah, into no something. Bullshit. And it just it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be that ever. Yeah. Let alone all the fucking time. He did the joint with the top rappers, unsigned and signed. You should have seen the comments. Oh, I can imagine that. That's why I'm glad we got a podcast. He ain't hotter than so-and-so, <laughs> and he was a bitch in middle school. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, this shit is crazy, duck. It's nuts, but that's always the energy. But shout out to hip-hop since 1987. Uh, top podcast list for 2020. Um, hopefully we're on there for 21. Yeah, I think so.
2: I hey. think so, man. Um you know, shout out to our YouTube. We don't talk about our YouTube viewership enough. Our YouTube viewership like kind of blew up the last few weeks, man. I um, think we might be at 3,000 subscribers. Yeah, we, I just checked it this morning. Oh, These wow. are like 3,060 subscribers. So shout out to our hey, YouTube up? viewership. Um, I'm going to start linking uh, y'all to the YouTube page in the description on all of the audio, whatever y'all can rewatch the show. Um <clears throat> And shout out to, obviously, uh, Vicky, New Generation Television, putting us on the the TV platform, Roku TV. We're going to be on Apple uh, TV very soon, as well as um, Fire Stick um, with Amazon also. And that's just going to continue to expand the audience. And, um, you know, it's a situation like this where it's like, you know, we're grassroots in nature. And, you know, in sticking with that, we got with another grassroots company to help partner, get it on the ground level and build it up. And the fucking show is blowing the fuck up. Uh, The show and the network is blowing up.
1: Somebody came up to me the other day in the gym, a white girl, and she see me in the gym all the time, whatever, whatever. I guess I just, you know, you just see people, you you just, whatever, whatever. And she came up to me and was like, you know, I saw you on Facebook. And I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I'll be on it. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And she was like, you know, I saw you on some page. It was like a fitness page or whatever, but it had one of your like side by sides. And I was like, Oh, I think he goes to the gym that I go to. And I was like, you know, you know, here I am. You know what I'm saying? And she was just like, I don't know if anybody told you, but she was like, just like seeing where you started and like where you're at like the dedication is like it's it's pretty decent and i'm like yeah no doubt i appreciate it you know whatever whatever. and me and her just started like having a conversation it wasn't no freaky shit yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying but it was just the combo we were having about like where she was at when she started and what's going on then, you know just we've stand at the bar like the little smoothie bar whatever yeah. talk and one thing that she said that like kind of like stuck with me is like people have this thing where they think they don't see instant success and they kind of get discouraged and they kind of think like, oh, it's 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 never going to happen for me. Whatever right. it is, you might be worried about. And I see that a lot, especially when it comes to something like this or somebody trying to be a rapper or somebody yeah. trying to be a, a, a painter or somebody trying to be a uh, shit. Anytime, any, yeah, realistically, any, any type of entrepreneur or anything like that. It's like people will be like. Oh, that shit is small scale. Or that shit is is, right. is and it'd be like, bro, this is the thing you don't understand. Jay-Z was a small scale local rapper. Exactly for like a decade. I know that like might shock some of y'all <laughs> because, you know, he he he's a billionaire and he owns Rock Nation yeah. and Rock Aware and Rockefeller and all these different things, but it's like DMX was robbing niggas And battling at night right. You know what I'm <laughs> <like> I, <laughs> He was moonlighting I, as a rat <laughs> I, I know this might shock you and shit But it's like Yeah There there aren't really That many uh, Little wains Where you're like a superstar at 16 right. it, uh, th- That's just not the reality of yeah. it So it's like With anything You kinda gotta put the work—it's yeah, crazy. I was talking to
2: my man about that. Uh, shout out my man, Mill, uh, at Filthy Philly Six on uh, all platforms. He—that's uh, my man. I actually need to get a paid hoodie. Yeah. That we was talking about the podcast and the clothing line and like juxtaposing them against each other and basically like, bro, like. People don't be understanding Like you gotta put the time in He was one of my consigliere's On my grandpa's whole block (laughs) Yeah that's my guy All the nonsense going down I'm like no man I got J.O. Miller. He's my guy (laughs) So we talking And I'm I'm like bro Like he was like man He's like people be wanting overnight success with everything. It's like That's just not how life works. And I'm telling them, I'm like, bro, you got to put the time in. You got to put the 10,000 hours in, whether it be in front of the camera or on the scenes or behind the scenes. You got to put the fucking time in and put the work in. And you got to learn your craft. You got to master your craft and then perfect your craft. And at the end of the day... And you got to get, get down and dirty. You, you know ga- what I'm saying? You got to be willing to do the fucking work. You can't cheat the process. Now, certain people in certain instances like they may have a leg up on certain
1: situations or their path may seem easier but you still got to work sometimes yeah. lightning strikes it's just exactly it's the reality of it but <laughs> sometimes you look at you you watch power two <laughs> yes the professor has to follow tyreek to get a goddamn <laughs> novel off the ground. <laughs> it's just what it is it's exactly. like sometimes you got to get in the trenches and get with it and it's just like yeah i go in the gym and like you know i like i'm not Trying to talk shit. Yo, I go hard in that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like, I check myself sometimes at, like, what I'm benching and what I'm able to shoulder press now and leg press. And I remember, no bullshit, my first couple times doing the leg press in the gym, I'm talking about three plates on each side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking 200 and what is that? 270 pounds? Yeah. That shit was like, like my body weight. Like, pressing that with my legs was like, goddamn. Yeah. And I I looked at the video of me doing the, the thousand pounds the other day with no leg reps and I'm just like, damn, I do that with ease now. Right. Like I had eight fifty on the hamstring machine today and was yeah. doing it. I did five sets of fifteen. And it's just like just knocking them off, ripping them. Right. And it's just like, yeah, it's like you gotta, you gotta work. People I like when you see somebody benching five, that's my like somebody asked me the other day, do I have any like New Year's resolutions or do I have any like goals or anything like that? Yes. I'm like, as far as like the fitness shit. And I was like, being honest, I've I've done everything that I, like, kind of had set out to at the yeah, beginning. like prior goals. I've, I lost 100 pounds. I lost 200. I benched my own body weight. I got to where I could leg press 1,000 pounds, and I wanted to be able to do 50 miles on a bike. I did 81 one day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I've hit everything. At this point, I'm kind of just prop betting, yeah. like just finding new shit to try to yeah, do. Yeah, the challenges of Right. So my new joint is at my heaviest, I weighed 507. I want to bench 507. Gotcha. So it's like I put up 365 the other day. I was at 345. I put 20 pounds on it. I pushed 365 twice. So it's like it's going to take me a while to get yeah. where I can push 507. But that's the point I was making. It's like when you see somebody pressing 500, that nigga been pressing probably since he was 16, 17 years old. Exactly. And now he's 35. <laughs> so it's like you don't just walk in the gym. Like throw it up. <laughs> Nickel. It's, it's funny because I always mention Jamie Foxx. Uh, foxhole? Yeah. He had a joint where he was talking about Terry Crews owes him two thousand dollars. You ever hear the story? No. He was like, they were at the house, they were playing basketball, and he was like, I still don't know why, but Terry Crews wore a, a spaghetti top tank top to purposely show off his titty meat. And we was just like, yo, it's all guys here. Like, why? you Like, why do you have that shirt yeah. on? So he was like, all right, nigga, we get it, you strong. And he was like, yeah, he just like on some flex and shit. Was like, yeah, you know, I'm benching five hundred. And he was like, you're not benching five hundred. And he was like, no, real shit. Like, I'm I'm, I'm pushing five hundred. He like, bro, you. Strong and you got a lot of muscles and shit, but pushing 500 is like professional power lifter yeah. or like bodybuilding. Like, you're not pushing 500. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you, you, he <coughs> was like, you, you didn't make it in NFL. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not pushing. <laughs> Let's go down the checklist. <laughs> you're not pushing 500. He's like, nigga, I can do 500 with ease. He's like, what you trying to bet on it? Let's, I tell you what. Let's let's put a stack on it. $1,000. He's like he talking shit like let's make it 2. Like okay, money ain't going to run out. Let's do it. Right, right now, $2,000. He was like right now. He's like right now I got a gym in the basement. Right now. He's like so we leave the court, we in my you know, he flexing. like we in my crib. We leave the court, yeah. go down to the to the gym. He's like we uh we start putting the plates on on the bar. One plate. Two plate on each side. Three plate on each side. Four plate on each side. I'm out of 45 plates because, you know, it's a small home gym. Yeah. So he's like, we put a 25 on, another tw- a, a 25 on, another 10 on. He was like, the bar starts bending. Bend it. yeah. It's 455 on the joint. The bar bending. So he was like, this how I know Terry Crews look like, how much is that? He's like, nigga, if you bench 500, <laughs> yeah, you, you should, should know. know. You, should yeah. know. You, know what, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, we put the, the all the weight we got on is 475. He's like, I tell him, bench that. Bench the 475, that and you do that, I, I I can see by how you do it. Yeah, he can press 5. Yeah. Do the 475. He's like, bro, he gets under it, right? He can't even get the bar off of the rack. <laughs> like, we have to, like, spot him. Yeah. He was like, my nigga, we spot him, get the bar off of the rack. He's like, as we getting ready to lift it, I'm telling him, like, listen, nigga, I don't... My insurance ain't the greatest. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Before you fuck yourself this up in here... This go super left. Just let's not do this shit. He like, no, nah, nigga, it's straight. I ain't... Come on, let let it go. He's like, bro, we let the shit go, my nigga. You ever see somebody, like, jump off of a building into one of them error that's <laughs> <laughs> like that's how the weight went into his chest. I thought his titties was gonna break. That's <laughs> like I told you you can't press no fucking five hundred. He's like, where my two thousand dollars? He's like, man, my money in the car. I, I go get the money out of the car. Nigga gets in the car and pull the fuck out. <laughs> I was like I ain't seen this pussy. <laughs>
2: That's out of pocket. Yeah, I can lift 500 like it ain't
1: So it's nine. like, yeah, Terry Crews just off rip can't press 5. Yeah. You're like, pushing 5 is hard as fuck. Yeah, that's, that's crazy shit. Like, I push 365, and that shit is like a fight to get that shit. And yeah. I'm a pretty strong nigga. And mind you, I weigh 300. Right. So it's like, you know, you pushing your body weight is a little bit easier when you lay. Like, you weigh 200, two, like 220. So you pressing 200 is a big deal because that's your body weight. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, to walk around pressing Two, two and a half times your body weight. That's That's fucking nuts. Yeah, that's superhuman. That's NFL type (laughs) shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, you don't just walk into things and and be able to do big things just on the strength. It don't work like that. Even when you look at somebody like Drake, who's the biggest artist on the planet. Drake was doing house shows. As a singer.
2: (laughs) He wasn't even really rapping like that.
1: So it's just, yeah, you got to work to get there. And people need to understand that process. That's all I was kind of getting into. The, um... You want to talk about Clubhouse or you want to talk about the Pop Hunter situation? Let's
2: do Clubhouse first. Okay. So. I are, got on Clubhouse
1: the other day. Are you on there? I got off of there. I <laughs> Got on and got off? I, I just, I finally accepted an invite. Yeah. I was bored as shit. Excuse me. I was like, All right, you know what? Let, let me, so I can see for myself. Let me just peruse around and see what's going on. I saw a room that wasn't a joke when I said that on a tweet. I saw a room that was discussing reconfiguring the power structure in America based off of the black dollar. I clicked on to the room. They were discussing dinner with Jay-Z or $10,000. I said, you know what? Y'all are I, dickheads. I can't do this. Yeah, y'all are dickheads. Ain't no way on earth, though. Yeah, if that's your first room, you like it can't get no better. <laughs> and Ra is trying his hardest <laughs> to, to sell, to sell us. <laughs>
2: Bro, on Clubhouse I got 360 followers on Clubhouse I have no idea why Because (laughs) all I do is come on here And on Twitter and on Instagram And tell people how much I hate Clubhouse And they keep following me And I don't have nothing interesting to say I don't have no perspective on the bullshit-ass conversations That y'all are having And like I be seeing these rooms And it's like, y'all be bringing people up That I deal with, that I know are retarded Like I love these people, (laughs) they're cool people I know they're retarded And they don't have no real
1: perspective on anything my thing is I, I i don't understand what listening to people talk basically basically you're eavesdropping on phone conversations exactly i don't understand how that's going to help you and like if you're trying to be an actor i don't understand what listening to malcolm jamal warner talk <laughs> about I, I i don't so on a on a set of malcolm and eddie it was a real <laughs> it became a real I don't contentious understand situation. It. I oh had my trailer. He had his. The Gordon Gattrall shirt was 86. <laughs> 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 Things have changed. I don't understand the purpose of listening to this. That shit is wild, man. And it's
2: like, I got my my homie Mel. Uh, he works with, uh, with Core and a couple of producers and stuff like that. And he's like big on Clubhouse. Like he ingratiated himself in the Clubhouse well. And he be running like these good rooms with like Kim Chanel from Audio Mac and shit mm-hmm. like that. And even he's like... Burnt out with the shit. Like he was one of the early adopters, and he like, bro, I I, I
1: hate. I saw act. someone made a video threat the other day for stealing a room with with the stick poking out. With the <laughs> with the
2: <extender>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the stick poking out,
2: so you know it's not a game.
1: I've never seen somebody with a gun on their waist with the ladder poking out of the... I was like, what the fuck is this? But yeah, apparently... He said, 21 Savage, you a bitch. It was 21 Savage, stole his room. Yeah, on I invited Clubhouse. you in my
2: room, and instead of just coming over like a real nigga, you stole my room. I'm like, is this a thing? Yo. Like, and I tweeted the other day, I said... Uh, Clubhouse is nothing but another hub of urban like destruction. (laughs) Nothing. Like, like, all y'all do is use these apps to foster beef with each other. Like. Hub of destruction. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's an urban hub of destruction. Like, this shit is nuts. Like. Niggas really do be needing hubs of destruction. a, A nigga went on world star hip hop and threatened to kill a multi-platinum rapper Yo. that owns his masters in front of the world over a room over a room on clubhouse, on clubhouse that is still in beta <laughs> we didn't even do the full rollout yet you still need an invite to get on that motherfucker Bro, we're, like still in, Facebook. <laughs> we're still in beta and niggas want to smoke man like y'all are dickheads like Yo. i hate y'all
1: Oh man, niggas really be <laughs> needing the hubs of destruction. <laughs> like, what can I get into today?
2: Exactly. Like, oh, it's what's the day? Tuesday. I ain't got nothing going on. Let me log on here, fuck with some niggas, <laughs> <laughs> invite some niggas to my main parts. Like, yo, what is wrong with y'all? Yeah, man. But, so uh, last Monday, after we left here, yeah, around eleven o'clock. Me kicked off a of room, and the title of the room was I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, This is a Philly room addressing all issues. So basically, he's inviting people that have issues with who this person, that person, whatever, whatever, come state your grievance. We're going to talk it out like men, and we're either going to squash the shit or we're going to agree to go our separate ways, including
1: him. So even that, though, that re- if he had been like, Yo, this is a room to show love to everybody. Room wouldn't have popped Nobody would have been No one would have cared about that room Addressing all issues Niggas is pulling up
2: (laughs) Niggas is pulling up So the room hit probably like 2,000 pretty quick Whatever, whatever And then, you know At some point The tension starts to build in the Mm -hmm. room Because The first hour was like just niggas saying dumb shit You know what I'm saying And then Pastor Carl got on there Trying to stop niggas from saying dumb shit Meek especially And Meek was like I ain't gonna hold you Pastor Carl I'm wild You know what I'm saying Like you know I'm like MLK You know what I'm saying So when with, with, with it comes to these niggas I can't not respond That's That's like MLK Not standing up for black people And at that point I jumped out the room <laughs> <laughs> I got out the room And I had to go to Twitter And make sure I heard what I heard um. So I went to Twitter And asked them did he just compare him responding to pop, to, uh, to Poundside Pop and O.T. Kwani the same as Martin Luther King standing up for civil rights? I can't be bothered with this. So then my man, Reef, is like, no, nah, bro. Like 30 minutes later, he's like, no, nah, get back on the room. Get back on the room. He, he hates me. He hates <laughs> So he's like, no, nah, get back in the room. Get back in the room. You I said get, he hates you? Meek. Me. Oh, Meek. I thought he hates me. <laughs> no, no, no. He hates me. Oh, so right. he like, yo, get back on the room. Get back on the room. Get back. I get back in the room just more nonsense, and then I see they start bringing up like, motherfuckers I know got like a third grade education and shit like that to speak, and I'm just like, ah, oh, it's about to start going left, and then uh, he brung uh, he brung my man up, Trap Sheet Kayan. he bring my man up, Kyan managed, uh, he partners with Mont Brown, he manages uh, Tim Santana, he manages, he used to manage D4M, a uh, couple different artists, uh, he like, literally, the last three years, because he used to work with me at Vanity, too, he's part of our marketing team. The last three years, every big artist that popped off, whether they were from Philly, other cities, whatever, he was on a pulse of all of that. So this is a guy that know his shit. Like, he's in the music industry. He got relationships at Columbia, at Interscope, at Atlantic. He's got Alamo. He got artists signed. all of that shit. Like, he's in the music industry. So he stepped up, and he basically was like, yo, man, like, Y'all doing a lot of capping on this, John. Like, at the end of the day, like, 20000 ain't no money for no deal, whether you a new artist or not. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, the fact that we sitting here pussyfooting around it, talking about, oh, the opportunity, this, 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 and this. It's like, this kid got millions of views on multiple videos. He has He has social currency and he has value that he added to his brand independently on his own. That got to equate to something. Like, these other artists from other cities come in with that. Y'all don't. Y'all, y- y'all don't offer them these blowball right. deals. Like it's bullshit. Y'all only do it to the Philly artists mm-hmm. because y'all hedging y'all bets and y'all feel like they going whatever. whatever. Meek like, get him the fuck out the <laughs> room. <laughs> you was a you a bitch. Da da da. You coming in here with it? And Swiss like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We ain't doing Swiss this. Swiss beats was there. Yeah, he's okay. like, yo, me, we ain't doing this. Like, what's up with you, like? At least let the man at his point. Like, no, nah, no, nah, because I know him and he coming in here with that op energy and da da da. And it's zero tolerance. It's zero tolerance for. And I know him. He for he from uh he from he from trash street whatever whatever. But like my old head smoke that's from from Cumberland da da da. He and he start throwing street niggas names in the shit and I'm like yo what the fuck is going on? Yeah he 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 helped a lot of niggas get on their feet, but he ain't giving nobody no hundred and ten thousand. He ain't giving nobody no hundred and ten thousand. It was twenty. 20,000 up front, and it was 90,000 to follow for the recording budget with new artists. You know, I'm like a lot of artists. Like, literally, like Cowboy walked into RCA with one song, which was Envy Me, that was released in a bunch of shit uh, in, a catalog, in a catalog that didn't drop yet. He got 3 million to sign, which however they broke it down, whatever, he probably got 600, 700 up front, but he got 3 million to sign and a split on his masters with one fucking song. Mm. So. Where do y'all get this shit from that nobody's not signing for no real money? You manage Cowboy. You know what he got. But when it comes to your business, it's like, oh no, why would I it's unproven commodity, da da. da. He got seven records that got a million to five million views. What are you talking about? So so he like kick him the fuck out the room, da-da-da. He on some nut shit, booty wop, and Swiss like, yo, man, like I said earlier, we hate each other. Like this just goes to like further my point, like at least hear the man out he, if he got a grievance, whatever, whatever, you don't even want to talk through it. You trying to just big dog niggas like Meek, that's corny. Like niggas in the room, and even 21 telling him like, yo, that's corny. So then he like, no, I apologize for getting out my body like that, Da da da. But like, I know these guys, I know these guys. And his thing was, and, and Kayan was like, bro, 20,000 is not no money. Like I got artists signed, multiple artists, four, five, six artists signed. Like that's not no money for no events. And then to, 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 to make matters worse, this happens later on down the line, because he's affiliated with Poundside Pop, he got the contract. The contract wasn't what Meek said it was. So you in this room capping for Swiss and 21 and this, this, and this, and that goes to my point that I talk about a lot when it comes to him. He don't have his business in order. His personal brand, Meek Mill, he got it. He know who his fans is, who his supporters is. He know who spin what. He know who buying his albums. and he, he got the pulse on his... On his fan base. When it comes to his business, though, outside of that, he has no fucking idea what's going on.
1: Something like the Dream Chaser shit. The Dream Chaser shit, like... Who is Dream Chaser's back by? uh,
2: Rock Nation and Universal. Oh, okay. So... When you sit here and say, oh, well, that's a fair deal, da da da, it ain't really no money in the budget for artists, da da da, I know for a fact he got at least a million from Jay Z when he started the Dream Chasers label. I know that. That's not me guessing. I talked to people that's, that work for Rock Nation, he got a million up front. So you got a million to run the business and sign fucking artists. The recording money is separate from that money. That's just operational expenses. So your total deal might be seven, eight million. They gave you a milli to start going out here and signing niggas. But you going out here signing niggas to 20 and 30 thousand, like, that's not no money. And then you not even giving them no stimulus to where it's like you jumping on their records to make them go, like how 50 used to do and how Wayne did with Drake and Nicki. You not even jumping on their records. So it's like, why the fuck would I sign to you To get shelved You telling me to get hot Nigga you hot Make me hot why did I sign to you for this little bit of money if you're not going to do what's necessary to make sure that I pop off and I get my bread on the back end? Mm. So going back to the contract, the contract was twenty thousand, was fifteen thousand actually up front. It was another twenty five for recording, so that's forty, not one ten. It was twenty five hundred for his publishing advanced from them, but then he had to go and get a separate pub deal from a publishing administrator like Warner Chapel, Universal Music, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> And dream chases retain 100% of the masters. You trying to put niggas in a slave deal and then tell them, but no, that's like a, a nigga told me one time doing parties, a nigga who shall remain nameless danging on tomorrow. Yeah, I wouldn't take that deal, but it's good for y'all. That's what you telling me. You telling yeah, me I wouldn't be. take this deal, but for y'all niggas, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh no, I'm ouch, man. I would never. But for y'all niggas, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good introductory deal. And it's like, nah. Like if he had, and the thing is, if Pop had good music industry people around him a year, two years ago, he would have been had a deal. Right? At a real fucking, at a real label. Alamo offered everybody, which is Tom Moskowitz label, offered everybody from Philly a a, a deal in the last two years. Every nigga from, oh, you talking that gangster drill shit? Deal Yak Yola D4 They offered all of them deals So it's like If he would've had good people around him To help navigate He would've been had a deal But that 20 That 20k shit was out of pocket The 110 shit was a farce It was basically a one EP deal It was a one EP deal One LP deal And then it was a bunch of options
1: That the label retained the rights to Like seven options You know what you just made me think about Was we was talking about this shit yesterday So Um How the fuck did we get on this conversation? We were talking about contracts in general. Yeah. And oh, did you see the Buccaneers game yesterday, by any chance? No. Did you Did you notice the shit with Tom Brady and AB at the end? Go on. Yeah. So I, you didn't see it, no, apparently. No. Antonio Brown needed 45 catches for the season, right? To yeah. What to guarantee his contract? To, no, to to get a twenty two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus. Okay. Tom Brady yesterday with two minutes left threw him like three straight shovel passes <laughs> to get him the, the joint or whatever. And yeah. I was I was like, damn, that was goat shit. Like Tom Brady's thoroughly shit for that. Yeah. So we started talking about contracts and how uh NFL contracts, you know, aren't guaranteed unless they do, the they do a guarantee at the beginning. Yeah. But you know, NBA are fully guaranteed just through on through on. So NFL, it's a lot of incentive-based contracts. Like, it's a whole lot of that shit. So, we started talking about, apparently, Lee didn't know about Master P with Ricky Williams. So, when Ricky Williams (laughs) got drafted, you know, he went and got Master P to do his deal. So, everybody always talks about it was the worst contract in NFL history. It was but what, a straight incentive laden deal. But what people don't understand is Ricky Williams asked wanted that. that. He asked for that. He deal. said, I want to earn all my money. I don't want to be given anything. And Master P, like, nigga, this is the dumbest <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, Ricky Williams' whole contract was if he hits 500 yards, 700 yards, 900 yards, 1,000 yards, 1,500 yards. If he has this many touchdowns, this many carries, this many. And people panned Master P. Yeah, for his like oh this is why you don't get no rapper to handle your and master p like no this jackass said i want it to be all incentive based (laughs) you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah that contract shit is like you want to be in this stupid shit what put you in it yeah for sure so, so I'm actually looking at But it's at just you funny, you made you we had that conversation yesterday and you done brought the shit up.
2: Yeah, so it's like so I'm looking at the actual contract. I think this might have been the initial one. I don't know if this is the second one, but term commitment, initial period of one EP with first option of one EP or one LP at Dream Chaser's discretion, followed by consecutive options at four LP. So that's seven projects for 15,000 that we talk about so far. Ownership Dream Chasers owns all masters, videos, artwork, etc. Pre existing masters. Artists to assign all rights, including the copyright therein, to the existing masters listed on Schedule One, here to an of music videos. Promptly followed by Dream Chasers' written request, artists will remove and take down the pre existing master from all platforms and services where it was previously serviced. That so, can't be. Let me see this. So, what that means for those of you out there that are listening, pre existent masters means not only do we want to own your masters going forward, all the shit that you put out independent that you put your brand into, we own that also from day one when you sign this contract.
1: Unbelievable, right? Yeah, this can't be. This has to be fake. It's no way this is real. Look, Aziz Smith, PK. No, I see, I, I see the words. <laughs> I'm saying like this. I, 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 I can't see this being real. Not in 2020, but what we know about like <laughs> – it's a slave Earth, deal. Yeah, I, I, It's a slave disapprove yourself deal. LP5 is wild. <laughs> it says $150,000 recording budget plus in pocket advance subject to 25,000 minimum or 150,000 maximum. LP5 parentheses if any. If any? Like if you get this far, there's caveats all over yeah, the contract. Yeah, that's wild. This I I can't see this being real. Recording budgets to be administered by Rock Nation. Advance payable fifty percent on commencement and recording and balance on final delivery. If th- if this is if this is crazy, that's I mean if this is real, that's crazy. it's nuts. Yeah,
2: you know what I'm saying. So it's basically like you're telling me, at what point? Like, and and here's the thing with the new shit with the labels. You gotta do two albums a week. Exactly, but but then they can they get to decide, they got first right of refusal They can decide what's an EP, what's an LP uh, we, Oh yeah, you got 14 songs right here, that's an LP But we gonna cut it to 8, so now it's an EP So it's like, <clears throat> motherfuckers be in deals for shit like this for 7 projects And half of them don't even be counting Because after they get through the first 2 EPs All the subsequent EPs don't count towards your commitment yeah. It's just money on the wood For you and the label You know what I'm saying So it's like shit like this So it's like when I say He don't have a handle On his business
1: for you I ain't to gonna him- hold you though And I, I I don't wanna sound bad And I You know I guess I, I, I can I don't know Say not Give Meek the mulligan Or anything But it's just like I don't understand that shit. So it's like, it, you know what I'm saying? I guess that's where it comes into like hiring a lawyer, hiring. Yeah. But then you got to worry about what lawyer you hire. Exactly. And what, Do you the know. lawyer secretly work for the label? That's what the amigos went through. The right. lawyer that they hired secretly
2: worked, was employed by QC. Conflict of interest. At that point, the contract is null and void if you go to court. Whatever well, fuck what I signed, that shit is null and void now. It's over. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like that shit, it, I ain't going to hold you. It bothers me a little bit. Like crazy because let's say it's a deal thrown at us tomorrow for to do on another, you know, network situation, whatever, whatever. And it's like, what's a good deal? What's a bad deal? I haven't had much, you know what I'm saying? Like the discussion with people about this or that just that much of an understanding as (laughs) to what's a good. You could realistically see 300,000, but it's just like. You, that might be the last 300,000 you see. You see what <laughs> you see, I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I mean? So it, it's just that that shit is that that contract shit at all. And you would think like just black people as black people. We would, you know, not, you know <laughs> not what I mean? Not try to attempt to
2: take advantage of one another. But there's just
1: there's always <laughs> yeah. going to be a big red records. And it, Snoop talks about the whole masterpiece situation. Like yeah. he really understood like. Things different yeah, in the game. I wanted
2: 3500 He gave me 35000 for a feature. Right. Shit
1: like that. You Snoop
2: Dogg. I know you fucked up. You down bad right now, but... Your worth is in your name alone Not right. to mention what you've done like, right. You a legendary act Like Don't let the desperation of the situation Devalue who you are as an artist and as a man
1: Right. You
2: know what I'm saying And this is why I said the other day on Twitter I said listen, at the end of the day Meek, if you want to help niggas, help niggas If you don't want to help niggas, then don't But don't get mad at niggas When they call you on your bullshit Because you acting like you helping But you really not This is a deal that everybody turns down so you basically sending me this, like, if that deal is real. if
1: that deal is real, this is a deal. Because they could have made that up, and you know. But if that's real, yeah, that you don't, yeah, no. <laughs> if any, yeah, no. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You got you got you got
2: seven options on me, seven Yeah. for fifteen thousand upfront. Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it go it go. Like, even
1: with this, like I, I wouldn't sign a deal that's like some crazy ridiculous shit. I would rather just keep my job and do this shit independent. You know what I'm saying? The whole
2: thing is that anybody with sense in the podcast game, like Joe Button, (laughs) uh, Bodega Boys, which is Jesus and and all of that, they tell you take less money and keep your IP. Mm -hmm. Own your IP because the whole thing is... That's intellectual property. That's intellectual property because if not, you gonna see yo if you sell your IP, you gonna see your shit everywhere. And guess who ain't getting paid for it? Yo, motherfucking ass, because you took the million or the whatever it is. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's like you gotta you gotta believe in yourself and bet on yourself. We've been doing this shit for four years. In two weeks, have been four years. We at that rate, we've been pumping out an average of forty shows a year. Not bad, because all things considered. Mm-hmm. So.
1: No, less, less than that. No, it's going to be, well... Uh, 130? 140,
2: no, 140, my bad. So, so it's going to be... By the time we record, it's going to be closer to 140+. Plus, You got to remember, it's shows that don't count in a okay, chrono- okay. chronological catalog. Yeah. So you're probably somewhere like closer to maybe like 34, 30, 35. Yeah. So 140 divided by four, 35 shows a yeah. year. Not bad. Not great, but not bad. And we've been on this tear for the last four or five months where we basically, you know... It, it took near death for us for us to for us to miss shows, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I went on a Shaquille sunflower. Job. <laughs> you, had, you had to go on a spiritual retreat. The real shit,
1: brother Rock. You know what I'm
2: saying? <laughs> so I'm not prepared even at us operating at seventy-five percent, thirty-five uh, fifty-two, whatever, I'm not prepared to give away the house for a for a check because I'm we're gonna regret it in the long run. Unless it's some crazy shit Then y'all can have all this shit
1: That shit might look like The beginning of a milli <laughs> I'm
2: like who is this for? Cause <laughs> Phantom out there I don't know
1: what to tell you. man was listening to episode
2: 132 We heard you talk about that Phantom
1: Yo I was I would just sign your name With my left hand <laughs> You know what I'm saying I signed <laughs> this under direct,
2: extreme <laughs> duress Extreme <Real>, duress <real> shit <laughs> Like no, we signed it <laughs> Under extreme duress
1: is this oh, you on video signing this? You look happy as a yo, motherfucker. That is not me. Chad hit me like, yo, I'm on, on Monday. Like, yo, I'm headed to the studio now. Be like, all right, well, look, we not going to Northeast no more. Just <laughs> so you know, you got to drive New York. <laughs> You're like, what? I <laughs> like, I'll tell you about it when you get to <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, no. Nah, if, if that deal is real, It's no. wild. Yeah, nah, ain't, ain't no way. It's wild. I know niggas
2: in indie deals, like, Sean the Street niggas that got better deals than that. Like, like fucking Yo Gotti gave uh, Money Bag Yo two hundred K to for a management split and to administer his pub. Mm. So he's not even signed <laughs> to CMG. He's signed to Endless Entertainment, which is him and Zach Randolph together okay. as a unit. And then and then Gotti handles part of the management, bookings, touring, and then uh, the pub administration you know what i'm saying it's like he got a 200k advance for that okay so it's like when you see shit like that it's like come on man like you got to do better oh, yeah, and the thing yeah. with Meek is like you around all these niggas and at the end of the day if you really want to be in the music business and have artists and all of that shit and be an executive you gotta pay niggas the reason why meek and Roddy rich ain't work out because he didn't want to pay the nigga and atlantic the same label that meek is signed to was like oh we'll give you whatever you want you look like an asshole because yeah. you could have just brokered the deal, got your fucking money up front and got it in on the back end split as executive producer, and now you in the Roddy Rich business, which is probably generating like seventy-five million his album cycle for the last fucking year. You got a 10 million selling single.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, Roddy Rich has like two singles that are like huge like that. See what I'm saying? He's on Rockstar. That's Rockstar huge. Rockstar
2: was fucking number, was on the top 10 on the charts for like 40 something weeks.
1: He got his Joan. What's the, the big one? The Box. That was huge. Shit, he got the Joan with Nip. That won a Grammy, didn't it? <laughs> See what I'm saying? What's that? Uh, Racks in the Middle. Rax in the Middle. Yeah. yeah so it's what like, the fuck? So, it's
2: like, yeah. so now you're out of the Roddy Rich business because you don't have your business together and you don't know how to negotiate. You know what I'm saying? And he's from the West Coast. He's from uh Compton.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought.
2: So it's like, it's situations like that are going to keep happening to you if you keep lowballing niggas on these fucking deals because a, a, a smart artist is going to say, why well, give you the rights to all this, 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 and this? I will say this, this though. You, you, bit of you didn't
1: make me think about when you said the whole uh Philly artist getting lowballed. It do be feeling like that. Like, just it, it, in, in general, it's like, as far as like, Artists making it or blowing. It's just like, damn, like every couple of months there's somebody new. Like Compton's always going to have a huge rapper. For sure. Just what it is. Then you look at like Detroit. They're going to always have somebody. New York, forget about it. Atlanta, Miami, forget about it. Houston, forget about it. But it's like Philly, it's like we get one every almost like generation. Yeah, like one every eight years. Like even (laughs) with, with Beans, it was wild to see Beans and Eve and Freeway and Young Guns and the Young like a sin, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where it was like, dog, they had like the Young Guns had a number one record. Yeah. So it's just like Eve had a number one. You know what I'm saying? Like just seeing that is just like goddamn to that they all did it at the same time. And then you had like Cassidy over here, and right. you had the figures over yeah. here. Cassidy fi- popped off, fucking like a couple platinum singles and like three gold albums. Dog. <laughs> Like when the hustler came out, that that like, it was up. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. And then uh, you figure the figures, and then Philly's most wanted. Like it was, it was a dope Fucking time Journalist
2: from South Philly, like, and then Murder somehow Mill was that
1: job. Like, and then somehow one way or another, that all turned into them all beefing and arguing and yeah. going at it and doesn't and Eve like listen. I'm I'm going to Europe. I, I, I <laughs> Y'all got this. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like yeah, nah. It's, it's 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 wild, but it's like even the, the pound side pop. I've heard that name more times in the last three four months you than you did the last three four years. So it's like I know people are searching for him, and all of this is just he only a, he did a Vlad interview. He did it's the only G's helping interview. him, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? For sure. so.
2: And here's the thing: he like, bro, it ain't no, it ain't really no beef with me. He said, but he tried to embarrass me publicly. He got to apologize publicly. That's all this comes down to is him and his mouth and his ego. Like he said, because. It goes back to that whole, that op energy shit. It's like, dog, you trying to tell niggas to squash a beef where you know multiple people died. You know what's the cause of it, and you know the other side through the first shot. You know what I'm saying? And you in a situation where you're trying to tell niggas to, to to not beef over a check, and you not even offering a big check to stop the beef. You offering put. T- Possibly offering what we just read on air. You right. know what I'm saying? Shit like that is problematic. So, do you want to help or do you not want to help? But if you don't want to help, don't get mad at niggas for saying you're not helping nobody. Yeah. That's just the long and short of it. Like it's yeah. not that complicated.
1: yeah uh, I, I I'd, I'd like to interview him. I'm not gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Seems Probably like
2: for sure. Seems
1: like it would be a dope talk because he he'll get to talking. Yeah, he'll definitely get no, to he'll talking. talk. He'll definitely get the talking. <laughs> The um, I want to talk about this Pop Hunter situation though because I've heard this name a lot yes. in, the, in the last couple of weeks. So, how old is he now? Like 18 or 19? 18, 19. Um, what part of the city is he from? North Philly, 11th and uh, Norris. Oh, that's Pimp Neighborhood. <laughs> oh man, they done took down the project. <laughs> Pimp be out there every day and yeah. um, shit. <sighs> this situation is troubling from a couple different angles. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So, Basically, he's he, he's pretty big. He's got like almost 200,000 followers. On, and yeah. I was like, the crazy part is this is only going to help him. Yeah, he got like four videos with uh, 10 million views. This is only going to help him. You know what I mean? So, basically, it came out last week that he had a situation when he was 13, 13 12 or 13? Okay, 13 I saw or 12 or 13 and I saw yeah, 14. No, I don't... 13, one of them 13, early. 14. Somewhere in that part. Adolescent. Yeah. Ute. 2015. One of them Ute a- ages yeah, and shit. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know the complete logistics. I think what happened was somebody was killed in front of him. So basically, here's what happened. This is, the, this is a, a, a account from somebody I know
2: from around that way. Allegedly, there was a situation where some teenagers is meeting up to fight. Okay. Pop Hunter, his best friend, are going around the corner to the projects to fight. Pop's mom came with him to ensure that it was a fair fight. Y'all not going to jump my son, da-da-da, but do what y'all got to do. Get this shit off y'all chest. In the midst of them trying to get this fight off... Somebody killed his best friend. Okay. Hundreds of witnesses, whatever the case may be. And allegedly, the shit is like an open and shut case where it's like, everybody knows this nigga did it. The police know he did it, whatever. And it was just such a blatant, reckless crime. The nigga immediately got locked up. Like, immediately. Mm -hmm. And um, later on down the line, I guess as they were going through the process of it... Pop alleged, not allegedly. He 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 cooperated and basically did a fucking equated to a five-page police interview where he said what he saw, and this is him at 13, 14 years old, basically saying what he saw, what happened. Do you know the guy? Yes, I know him. Da 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 da. Delayed the whole shit out, you know what I'm saying? And as the time goes on, the problem that I'm hearing that people have with it is like he didn't have to tell. Like, he didn't have to tell. It was an open and shut case. They didn't need his testimony, whatever. So he volunteered to tell. And that... And street niggas Philadelphia-wide are basically, like, standing on that part of it. Like, he didn't have to tell. He volunteered to tell. And Mm -hmm. that's what is making him a rat more so than somebody that just saw their best friend get killed. Like, he went out of his way to tell, even though the shit was already pretty much wrapped up. Okay. And, um... You know, I have a lot of questions about this situation. My questions stem from, how the fuck did y'all get
1: a juvenile's paperwork i listen, I said that the other day how did this How did this come out? How the fuck did y'all get this juvenile's paperwork Because um, somebody has to be very angry that he's uh achieving success <laughs> absolutely, possibly the
2: person that is in jail right and it, it seems like one of them situations where it's like, oh, that's so 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 he told him my cousin da da da. Let me call my aunt. They got the paperwork right here. And then it hits the internet. And then at that point, it takes on a life of its own. And initially, he tried to deny it and basically say, oh, that was my pop. We got the same name, blah, blah, blah. And they like, nigga, was your pop 14 in 2015? What the fuck are you talking about? So him even giving the shit energy gave it legs because he tried to lie about it and deny it instead of just basically Going to the situation And either ignoring it Or going to the situation And saying listen This is exactly what happened I was a child at the time I'm a law by citizen da, da 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 We go there for a fight Nigga killed my best friend uh, uh, uh. Like he didn't explain it From a humanistic standpoint He tried to deny it And like I don't fuck with no rats And he tried to take the cool route out And it ended up Rick, backfiring Rick
1: Ross on. in the CEO uniform right. No, that ain't me No, that ain't me Alright that is me But it's deeper than <laughs> r- like, it's, The real reason Is yeah, way more sinister Than that yeah, It's like Could have just Kept it a be <laughs> You
2: know what I'm saying So it's like It's one of them situations And unfortunately He ain't as deep in As Ross To overcome
1: <laughs> He got no BMFs He ain't
2: got no BMFs yeah. He ain't got no MC Hammers yeah. He ain't got no Rich Off Cocaine
1: No the Port of Miami's <laughs> You yeah. know what I'm
2: saying So it's like Niggas is basically Trying to get this kid Out the game And you know Along with the questions It's like alright So how do y'all get A juvenile's paperwork Two, how does it pick up so much steam, that motherfucking fast? And, you know, why is he not addressing this, like, head on and taking, like, a direct manner so it can go away? The longer he hopscotch around the shit, the longer motherfuckers is going to make a thing about it. Somebody sent me a video yesterday, a nigga from Baltimore that's like a, a, like a G-Funny or a G-Funny or whatever like that, that make them skits and all that. He made a fucking Pop Hunter Cold Rat, Cold Rat skit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, this shit is spreading and growing legs.
1: And it's like, but, you got to deal with this. But what's crazy is, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. In 2020, <laughs> 2021, the world we live in now, he don't got to deal with it. He's gonna be more successful because of it.
2: It's- well, allegedly, it's a full scale like blackball, like like niggas is flexing a muscle, like yo, don't sign that kid. I ain't doing no records with y'all artists, da like on that type of time.
1: Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Uzi took the video down, told him take me off that shit, da da da. Tusi from uh, South Coast Music Group, the baby, uh, the same label the baby signed to, he took the shit off his page, stopped promoting it, whatever, whatever. Like niggas is like taking a stance, and here's the problem. He's he's
1: existing in a post six nine society. I I, I, I was gonna say like if six nine don't do the fucking world dickhead tour that he He pulled, he could have skated through. Yeah, because it's like people saw like honestly once six and the crazy part is six nine shit was entertaining to people until he went to Nipsey's memorial. That was the game changer where it was just like, all right, boy. We cool Yeah it's not entertaining No like more Like you now, playing now games you a nut ass nigga Now you a nut ass <laughs> nigga You just You drawing so, For no reason So it's like the, yeah If the 6-9 if shit Doesn't happen in the manner In which it happens It could have been like We could overlook it he Give was young kid, boy to Mulligan Like alright You know like give he, you a pass. he was 13 If his mom pressured him If it, Even if you wanna just uh, Give it to he felt like he had to do that for his friend, right? Even if you want to go that route, yeah, cool. But at this juncture, once we saw Akon do the stupid shit he did, and Six Nine going that ridiculous he run, where it, it, yeah, it's it's just like. So now... It can't pop.
2: Now it's a hard line. Whereas before motherfuckers was overlooking shit, people are drawing a hard line because they don't want to look like hypocrites about the 6ix9ine shit. So it's like, oh, y'all don't fuck with that rat, but y'all fuck with this rat. And you know if if that's the case, Danny going to take the shit
1: and run with it. And, and that, But th- th- this is the jump where I'm saying where it's like someone's almost going to have to fuck with the kid. If it get to where 6ix9ine come out, he make videos about it or it's going to be too much exposure. Yeah. Danny Grange and him really fucked with 6ix9ine. We could not want to agree with it. Yeah. Or the, the 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 head of Universal right. was putting money in Danny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not a far-fetched, wild-ass joint. Yeah. Like, it sounds crazy. If R. Kelly get out, somebody going to want the aura. aura. It, yeah, it's, somebody it's, somewhere. They're going to just try to make Like, yo, don't tell nobody. So that's but. more so the aspect where I was saying, where it's like, if this shit get big enough, He's gonna have YouTube views and all that other yeah. shit. Now the 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 core, the essence of of in the words of Caravas, one hip hop like <laughs> that shit is not gonna fuck with yeah. you at all. Yeah. But they didn't fuck with Danny, and Danny scumbagged the number one record. <laughs> right. You know <laughs> like, what I'm saying? A couple of them. <laughs> he got to live in Beirut. You know what I'm saying? But it's like he's scumb- Uz- Uzbekistan. He got he scumbagged yeah. the number one and the number three and a couple million dollars. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's 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 it's. It's it's not... I ain't gonna say it's fucked up, but it, it do go back, I guess, bringing the show full circle, where it's like the nonsense. Yeah. Like, if it's some nonsense... Because we wouldn't talk about the young... Yeah. Like not, And that's not a diss to him. Yeah. But it wouldn't be this whole media gauntlet run of nonsense. I've never seen a situation where somebody's
2: juvenile paperwork got exposed.
1: Yeah, I've never seen
2: that either. That shit is typically sealed. Same way with CIs and CSs and shit like that. That shit is sealed. Like, you have to gain access from somebody in the, in the law know, field yeah. in order to get access to that information. So this had to come from somebody directly involved in the situation that had the paperwork and was probably walking around 11th and Norris. You know the young boy told on my cousin, you know, like on that type of time. And then soon as he started popping, they're like, oh, that's the, wait a minute. Shit hit the internet. And it just took on a life of its own from there. You know what I'm saying? And my biggest thing is if your mom is there and she didn't cooperate Why did you cooperate Like as a parent I would take that burden Off my kid mm. So why didn't your mother Cooperate And you
1: did You know what not, I, I guess I didn't really Think about that But it's like When they said the whole thing About his mom was there And it was like Oh his mom forced him to, yeah. to 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 it's like yeah that doesn't make much doesn't sense. Doesn't make much sense. Why would you want to place that type of burden on your
2: kid? Being from where you from, living in the neighborhood that you live in, living in the, in the era that we live in, why would you want to tag your son like that? Because if she tells, nobody says nothing about it. Nobody gives a fuck. It's nothing. To, it's nothing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a citizen, but damn, it's because his content and his music, he talking low street shit here, there, and popping his little drag without whatever, whatever. Motherfuckers is using that against him. And they're trying to make it like... Be, they, every rapper not a street nigga and every street nigga not a rapper. And I said this on Twitter the other day. They're trying to paint the picture that because he's rapping now, he was a street nigga then. And that's not necessarily true. He could have been straight, 100% a civilian, a kid going to school, a ninth grader, mm-hmm. normal ninth grader, whatever, whatever. You have your little fights, your scuffles, whatever, whatever. You get into shit like that. That is what it is. But at that age, the burden of... Violence doesn't typically go that far. In right. certain areas, it does. Right. But I'm thinking back to 2015. Like I don't necessarily know that 13, 14, 15 year old kids was killing each other in Philadelphia. That's some Chicago shit. That's some Baltimore, Baltimore, Fort Wayne, Indiana shit. I don't particularly know that preteens are smoking each other over fucking.
1: Well, fight. you can't. I mean, you know, it, it's. No, that's a reality. It's teenagers dropping yeah, no. shit like but it's, it's like, just, But but is that the exception or is that what's going on? Mm, I, I see. I see the you the see almost like the uh, the juxtaposition that that, that you're trying to trying to create. But my like, thing is that is, a reality
2: where as a 14 year old you go into a fight with the reality of I might get smoked or. Is it like this is some wild shit
1: that, that's out of the norm that took place? You know what I'm saying? I know me at 14. We got in the fights. I remember we got in a big fight up Finnegan, 70th Street. Then we got yeah. in a big one at uh, uh, Myers basketball court yeah. and shit. And, you know, in, your, in my young nigga mind, it's like, oh, we rumbling. Oh, shit. Somebody stole somebody. Oh. If somebody got clapped, they'd be like, oh, shit. shit." Yeah, you changed. Now you changed the
2: venue. You changed the rules of engagement. Right. You know what I'm saying? so it's like at that point, almost everything is on the table. Telling Mm. is on the table. Everything is on the table. When we come here for a fight, you invite me to a fight. (laughs) Or we engage in a fight and
1: then you <laughs> take it to murder. I hate to be this guy. I'd be silly right now. But I didn't do this uh, last two weeks when we did our year in show. Do you know what my favorite video was of 2020? No. You, ha- you just <laughs> think about what you just said. Because I know you know it because we had a whole fallout session laughing about it. How diggers act when they get their first chopper? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm like, he said, I'm going to go there. He said, I'm going to call all my He said, I'm going to give all my ops in the same location. I'm going to hop out that van. He said, they're going to be like, damn, we thought we going to fight it out. He said, no, no, everybody gets a hollow today. On and rounds. He said, no, no, everybody gets a hollow today. Not today, nigga. He said, I don't know if I want to stock up or down on my mama. On my mama. On my mama. Was he said, trip. "My plug been talking shit. I'm gonna pull up. I can put the money in the bag. You know, money-getting motherfucker on me." <laughs> that nigga was hilarious. Oh, uh, I'm gonna have all my ops meet up in the same location. I thought we was gonna fight. It I out. thought we was gonna bust no, it out. No, sir. No, no. no <laughs> Everybody sir. Of the day. But, no, that's real shit, though. It's like, damn. I thought we was gonna box it out. So that's that and they like, if the gun come out, and is it's, it's, you know. I look back on my life was blessed that I never experienced that. You know, yeah. we never had a situation where somebody got shot in a fight. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. had fights and real live squabbles and all that shit, whatever you want to call it. Mixing, rumbling, all that. Nobody ever got popped or killed in the in the mix of one of them Jones. Because yeah. that's just like, wait. Because now you just like, God damn, did I have to stilling. And I, I remember playing football. Jones, we had up Finnegan's. My man, older brother, we, we would play football every Sunday. Yeah. And so this Sunday, particular Sunday, we went to Finnegan's and played, like, the Pascal Project niggas in football. And you knew that, like, because it was, it was— You knew it could go there. It was just way too many, like, Auroras on dubs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when you see that is many— that, Is that an Oldsmobile entry? Is that an Alero? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when you see the Alero on Twinkies, it's like, dog. So we playing football, and my man, older brother, was just like— doing shit that just like the play dead he's still trying to throw a nigga on the ground just shit like that and sooner or later i'm just like yo they not gonna go for this shit much longer man like i'm like telling my man like yo you gotta calm this nigga down like he's he's tripping right like the fuck i'm going through you know what i'm saying just make sure you shit laced up you know what i'm saying because you already know sure enough Another couple of plays happened. He started getting into it with one of the, the, the niggas on the other side, and they had to be held back, and da 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 da, da. And the next thing you know, he just punched him in the face. I'm, I I'm like, here we go. You know? <laughs> here we go. But it's like, yeah, nobody got – like, if that you do that shit, and then I wound up getting killed, you got to feel like a jackass because yeah. it's like, God damn. Yeah, like, you you, know? you kicked over the first domino. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like – me personally, when I look at the young boy, it's like – the co- the climate and the culture that we're in it's it makes it look very terrible yes you know it makes <laughs> it does. look very very ridiculous and very terrible and honestly if he would have went on to do art or Nothing to you fucking you you know uh shout out Jalisa make them hats right. that everybody was going crazy off of that yeah. wore the other day um no None one would have cared. Yeah,
2: nothing to talk about.
1: You know what I'm saying? But mm. it's just like the fact that you're rapping and you're rapping about tagging motherfuckers and, you know, doing this and they, spinning so, the block. So they're
2: holding you to that standard as if you lived your whole life like that. Right. Fairly or unfairly. That's the standard that you're being mm. judged against.
1: And I we talked about it before, you know, rap. All music is facades. Yeah. All music is it's it. Outside of rap, none of them most of them songs don't even get written by the artists. Right, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just like shit. A lot of rap songs don't even get written. by the I, artists. I was, I'm just saying, like <laughs> over there, it's like it's like niggas get recognized for writer of the year that ain't yeah, artists. Whereas exactly. in rap, it's like, oh, you didn't write your rap, what the fuck? But it's like. Them songs aren't even getting written by the artist, and no one gives a fuck. Like, we talked about, no one cares if Bruce Springsteen was really down Kate May or on 95. You know what I'm saying? He was never on 281, pussy. You see what I'm saying? Michael Jackson got a love ballad about a damn mouse. No one cares that it's about a mouse. Grown men be crying when Ben come on. It's like, it just, it is what it is. So it's yeah. like, only in rap are you held to this higher standard of life and conduct and code mm-hmm. from your inception when in reality it's just a guy who's fucking rapping yeah. all the other ones are lying to rick ross noriega doesn't owe him anything you know what i'm he saying owe you two
2: favors he, let alone 100. Not, not a favor <laughs> let alone
1: a hundred it just is what it is can
2: you imagine can you imagine being uh one of noriega's handlers and having to come play that shit for him <laughs> so there's this guy <laughs> from miami he said he, he you owe him a
1: hundred favors right. apparently. What type of what type of commissary was he giving you? Rick Ross has gotten out of a lot of shit. Rick Ross got out of like he might be the best. We might give Rick Ross finesse of the year when it comes to like music. Uh, he, no, he get a lifetime finesse because Rick Ross has said a lot of shit or done a lot of shit with music where you would think like even the whole gang shit. When he did BMF? Yeah. And then he went on Rich's, uh, Rich's gangs. It was like, gang, gang members claim I need to make a payment. He got out of that shit. Yeah. He had to put Molly all in her champagne. <laughs> got out of that shit. Like, Rick Ross has gotten out of a lot of lines. Yeah,
2: they, can't, they canceled his tour behind that shit. Them, niggas, them GD niggas was looking for him. Mm-hmm. They was not playing about that Hoover. And that six-point star, it was two Jones back-to-back. That One of them was blatant, and one flew under the radar. So the Larry Hoover shit, him mentioning Hoover, that was the first thing that set it off with the G. And GD. the crazy part to me, though, that was, it was more like a big up yeah. to Larry Hoover. But, you know, niggas is hungry in the streets, so they yeah. looking for any reason to extort a rapper. Right. <laughs> so they like, no, you owe us something. You are indebted to me <laughs> because yeah. you mentioned my, my OG. And then the second thing was on the Black Bar Mitzvah album cover, he was in the six-point star. Okay. And that's associated with the GDs and certain uh, folk clans of gangs and shit like that they they are, they are fall under the six point star so that was a whole another thing that niggas lost their minds cause they felt like he was taunting them mm. and that was the genre that like flew under the radar and shit but yeah Ross is, has gotten out of a lot of scenarios They remember the niggas tried to kill him on New Year's
1: Eve and made a song about it <laughs> yeah I'm, they're coming back I'm getting out of here <laughs> <laughs> with the phone call and shit. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about Charlemagne. Yes. Um, He said we're not in the Drake era anymore.
2: And he doubled down and said we haven't been
1: in the Drake era for two, three years now. Now, him saying we're not in the Drake era, not going to hold you? It's not. That's not a crazy statement. Right. To say we haven't been in it for two, <laughs> three years is like... Scorpion was two years ago. Scorpion has three number ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, come on. The... The, the, the three lead singles from Scorpion, are you ready for this? 11, 8, and 6. Wait. Man's got 25 million records sold in those three and songs. singles. <laughs> 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 to say we in the, and like the that And the album one. did another four or five. You knew, you knew No God's Plan is in the top eight best-selling songs of all, all time, time now. yeah so it's like to say that is absurd to after the year that he had in 2018 where he had 13 top 10 records he had seven top fives and four number ones that does and then the biggest tour in rap history with drake and the three amigos yeah. made 102 million in 50 cities shut up th- th- this is just dumb i think the problem
2: with drake is that People are, because he hasn't been active, people are acting as if, like, he was, like, pushed out of the game or something as opposed to...
1: I'm just chilling. Like I mean, I look at it like off. he had the most insane year in, like, music history in 2018. Ends it with a fucking Raptors championship in yeah. which they have special OVO rings. Mm. Then the, the 19 hits... He's on ice. I just had the biggest record of my life, the yeah, biggest the tour, tour in rap history. I'm building my house. The house costs 100 mil. Yeah. I got a fucking, I think the tub, he said was, the tub was $86,000, <laughs> some crazy <laughs> shit. It's like, I'm doing this shit over here. You get the house done, you get the plane done. 20 rolls around. I'm in the house. Fuck it, let's throw Tussie Slide out. Number one record. Yeah. I'm still in the house. Let's throw Laugh Now, Cry Later out. Puts Dirk on the fucking number on two everybody's record. radar. a so number two, and I'm just like, fucking life is good with Future, which
2: is probably one of the five biggest rap records of the year. Number she two got like 600 million views on
1: YouTube. It's like number two, and it was number one urban and number one radio. So I'm just like, I, yeah. I, the, I could understand the not era because of the simple fact that he's like, like we always the said, board. Like he's, he's not the game changes fast as fuck. Yeah. But when you talk about the Premier artist of the game is him, is Future, Lil Baby, Lil Baby, The Baby, The Baby, Uzi. Uzi. I wasn't gonna put Uzi. Uzi went double platinum. No. Shit. All right, yeah, I was <laughs> gonna and say, album I, out with future. I was gonna say, as far as like the 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 big dogs for their like places. Well, Uzi no, Uzi's a, probably, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say King he got of got one films. of two <laughs> albums that went double platinum yeah, this yeah. Year, him and Lil Baby. My bad, Uzi. I was hating. <laughs> you know, I was, yeah, I was hating. Sorry. Start tripping. Yeah. Um. But I was more so. I guess I'm like the Kendrick Lamar's, the, the like but that shit, type Ken- shit.
2: But Kendrick, like, here's the thing. What's the standard? And I wrote this in the run. What's the standard that we hold in Drake too? Are we judging Drake versus Drake or Drake against the field? Because Drake versus Drake, yeah, he had a down year and a half. But Drake versus the field, he's still kicking everybody's ass. Yeah. He just had an album full of Lucy's that just went platinum and the fucker had a number one single off of the shit for like three, four weeks and sold five, six million copies. You know what I'm saying? Took over TikTok, the whole shit, mm-hmm. and then all the other, the other two, three records. He just didn't have the volume. He didn't have the volume. He didn't have a year like 18 where he followed his album with uh, Sicko Mode, with a tour. Like he, He's not covering the board.
1: Yeah, but if, mean, niggas,
2: but if niggas think that Drake can't wake up tomorrow With no announcement No release date nothing And just drop certified lover boy And it ain't gonna go number one And probably have five top tens and all that shit Like y'all are tripping
1: Yeah that that's crazy as fuck to me
2: It's like we judging him We judging his inactivity as if he fell off And that's not the same thing Choosing to be inactive versus being pushed out of the game Are not the same thing
1: Like when I look at like even 2019 mm. Forbes Kanye was number one Jay-Z was number two Drake was three Diddy was four It's like Drake's up there with, like, the 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 Niggas guys. that been in the game for 25 you years. You know what I'm saying? So it's just <laughs> like, I don't understand the whole... So and then when you look at the content game, it's like he had the most insane 2018. 2019, like I said, was... It, to me, it just seemed like a... I'm on this shit. Yeah, I'm chilling. And
2: the fucking raptors practice facility is called the ovo center yeah (laughs) like what are we talking about yeah who the fuck is doing that with a hundred million dollar house with just every time i just throw something out it's top five top three really you know what i'm saying it's like what so what are we judging him are we judging him against the field because the young niggas is putting out three four albums a year to keep pace with him with his one or two or are we judging it on Drake versus Drake? Now, by Drake's standards, yeah, he's it's, it's down. It ain't up. It's down. But to, to let's not confuse inactivity with inability.
1: Right. Bingo. It's not the same shit. Definitely not the same shit. So, yeah, I wouldn't say that the Drake era is done, but...
2: I think he's he's realized like music has a certain tone and a certain sound to it. Vaughn was an emerging star that was going straight up like right. this. Like he was shooting up like a fucking rocket. Dirk in the last three years, whew, shooting straight the fuck. I was listening to uh Young Thug album, the one where he had the uh, the Jeffrey album, he had the dress on the cover. Uh-huh. And Dirk is all over that album, and I'm like, this ain't the same Dirk. No. And that was in 2017. Right. This ain't the same Dirk. So it's like niggas have adjusted. A lot of times to the Drake method of making music and they're adding more melody, more soul to their shit. They're giving us more information, talking about relationships and friendships and fallout. Da-da. That comes from him, mm-hmm. from the boy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we can't be that willing to write him off just yet.
1: Drake, when all I hear is me, who should I be afraid of? Like, you know what I mean? So. When you say? Uh, all the songs sound like Drake featuring Drake? Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> like niggas have had to adjust to how mammoth of an artist he is in his way of creating music and lock in with one, two, three producers as opposed to Doing 50 niggas yeah. and all of that shit and
1: create a sound. You you know what you just made me segue. It's like this is a good segue into this. People have this thing where when you become successful enough, they're anticipating when it's over. Yeah. Like, I know it's coming. It happened to everybody. Right. It
2: happened to Jay. It happened to uh Wayne, and you know
1: happened. who was happening to now, and I'm so happy he did what he did last night. Steph Curry. Yeah. All these, the first five six games of the year, motherfuckers like, oh, the Warriors done. I told y'all Steph was trash. Now he got to run without KD. You see it. He running without Clay. You see it. And Steph just showed up last night. It was like, you know what? I'm gonna just shoot the fucking lights yeah, out tonight. He just tonight. dropped his nuts on the whole j- league. J- just to he just like, he just he gave niggas a. I heard y'all. Yeah. I heard y'all. That did you? Were you watching it? Yeah. Dog. I heard y'all. That last three that he hit off that Draymond, when Draymond got the rebound, Steph was like, give me the rock. Yeah. And they started going up the court. Steph even said in the postgame, I thought he wasn't going to give me the ball. He's like, whole time, though, he was like trailing just to give me the space. Yeah. When he, and I told myself, I was like, what the fuck is Draymond doing? <laughs> when he kicked it back to Steph, I'm like, ain't no fucking way. He launched that shit in hell. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. He was really just on some, I'm going to just shoot the fucking lights yeah. out tonight. You know what I'm saying? And it's so crazy because I had this conversation with somebody I work with, not dickhead old head, like somebody I actually like. <laughs>
2: not Dustman.
1: No, not Dustman. I actually had this conversation <laughs> with one of my good homies there. I'm like, he was like, Yeah, man, the Warriors dynasty is 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 officially over. And I'm like, Yeah, it is. And honestly, y'all need to cherish it because it's the last one you're gonna see in yeah. professional sports. And he was like, How you figure that? I'm like, bro, modern analytics, right? Modern collective bargaining agreements, free agency. The, if you want to call it almost the liberation of the modern day athlete, you're never going to see it again. And he was like, what you mean with the analytics? And I'm like, so... You know why the Lakers and the Celtics were as good as they were in the 80s when, like, Magic and Showtime is because no one else could run and gun like them. When Jordan became Jordan and the Bulls became that good, you know why they were that good? Because Jordan had the best perimeter game and Scottie Pippen was the best on-ball defender. And they ran the triangle, which was a big shout-out to Tex Winners, not Phil Jackson. Yeah. The game now... It moves too fast. Steph Curry's the best shooter we've ever seen in NBA history. Thanks. With Klay Thompson, who's the second best shooter in right. NBA history. And they were running the Steve Kerr uh motion offense. Motion offense, but they called it the death lineup where they had Draymond at the five. Yeah. The entire NBA adapted to that in three months. Right. The Rockets shoot more threes <laughs> than the, the Warriors. Warriors did at their peak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The problem is they don't hit as many threes, but, but they that, shoot more. But the game catches up to yeah. you so much faster yeah. now. So You got that along with players. Think about this. Who's the best player in basketball? Who's the second best player? KD. Who's the third best player? KD. I was going to say Kawhi. But you look at those three guys. They go wherever the fuck they want, yeah, whenever they, they want. Kawhi won a championship, Uh finals MVP, <laughs> and was like, "Hey, man!" <laughs> they tried to give him the country. Yeah, <laughs> N- no, thank you. <laughs> Drake said he'll split it with you. They was like, "No, yeah."
2: <laughs> they cool. tried to give him the country. They w- they said we'll give you a free. A uh, 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 real estate developer said, "I will build you a free house. You can eat free forever at these four restaurants. Anything else you and Drake can negotiate." Drake even said. I'll rename the OVO center the Kawhi Leonard center. Tory Lanez going to do some du- <laughs> dumb shit. We get rid of him. It's just you and Drake, It's just fam. you and me, baby. No, thank you.
1: I'm going to the Clippers to play with PG-13%. <laughs> Y'all got me fucked up. I'm going home, baby. Remember when Wallace was like, this shit is me? That was Kawhi, but it was like, you know, blowing a 3-1 lead in the second <laughs> round. Like, this shit is me over here. Like, it's the truth. And it's like, yo... I I look at, like, just the way players move. And I I sat this conversation with Jules and Ra today. I'm like, you know why the Bulls won six championships? And this isn't a knock to Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen or or Phil Jackson or the greatness that is the Bulls. The reason they won six championships is because Reggie Miller wasn't smart enough to opt out and go play with the Knicks. (laughs) Right. It just is what it is. Larry Johnson wasn't – and Alonzo weren't smart enough to go leave and go play with the Suns and Dan Marley and fucking uh, Charles Barkley. That's what players have to deal with now. Larry Johnson had a seven-year contract. We we talked about this. You can't even do a seven-year now. So you had seven-year deals. Shaquille O'Neal, Kevin Garnett, Allen Iverson. Allen Houston had a seven mil, hundred million dollar jump. Fucking Anton Walker had a hundred mil. Jalen Rose had a like everybody was getting the motherfuckers. Yeah. But what happened was big dog. Owner Robinson. big big dog said, "I ain't playing. I need my hundred. M's. I need a hundred." Hey, like nigga, we've never seen you play. <laughs> That's
2: besides the point. You played at Purdue. <laughs> you play. You were
1: at the bottom of the Big Ten. Yeah, you averaged thirty. But Big Dog said, "I need a bean <laughs> for I walk out there. Need a bean for I need a hundred for the walkthrough." Like Finn off the Temptations, you get the hundred. He right there. <laughs> <laughs> he right there, baby. Like, like shit real shit. Crazy. So you got seventy or hundred million dollar deals. Now with Allen Houston, you get injured. Yeah, we gotta pay this shit. Yeah, fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed Seven so th- years a buck twenty So that's where you had Motherfuckers like the, the the CBA change And it's like Oh you can do a Fifth year super max Yeah But you gotta be there For that long And basically earn the shit Yeah But you got players now It's just like yo Give me three years eighty six. I'm yeah. straight. And I want the third year to be a, a player option. KD is doing one-and-ones. <laughs> shit don't go good this year. I'm out of here. We're going to reassess this whole shit. We're going to recontract this whole Dog, situation. KD won back-to-back <laughs> finals MVPs. It came time for the contract. He said, let me see, Steph, uh, x rays i I sign for this year, man. <laughs> well, i I do a one-and-one, <laughs> one one, man. Like, seriously. So you're not going to have these... these uh, Almost like pull yourself up by your bootstrap yeah. organizations no. ever again in sports. Devin Booker and the Suns, Devin Booker's a star, is one of my favorite players. I said he's top five talent. Yeah. They were one of the best worst teams in basketball last year. That fast. They got a Hall of Fame point guard. They look amazing exactly. this year. And uh DeAndre Ayton through the draft. It, it's not like back in the day where the Pacers had to draft Dale Davis, then draft Reggie Miller, then trade for Mark Jackson, then draft Rick Smiths, then draft Dale Davis. You don't. It, yeah. It's not that anymore. As much as we love Michael Jordan, the Bulls wasn't able to get over the hump till they drafted Scottie Pippen. Correct. It just is what it is. Nowadays, that shit could flip in a season. Yeah. Next year, LeBron could fucking opt out and go play with. Miami, yeah. and then him and Jimmy Butler is the you know what I'm, It's yeah, just we ain't seeing no more three peats and all. So that I, shit. I told them I'm like yo the last if you a certain age you've never seen a three peat. Yeah, the last three peat was the Lakers. The Yankees three peat was ninety nine oh one and oh two. The <laughs> last three peat was the Lakers and I mean uh 98 99 and oh and uh oh oh the Lakers three peat was the last one that was oh two. It yeah. was nineteen years ago at this point. You just never think about it. The Heat didn't 3P. The Mavericks didn't 3P. The fucking Warriors didn't 3P. Right. So it's just you're not seeing that. And like I was telling my homie, what it is is the game is not going to. If you win a championship and then win another one, that next year, there's going to be some more super shredder shit you have to go through. It just is what it is.
2: On top of the championship hangover And players leaving
1: It's, it's, it's hard The Heat won the shit. championship in uh, 12 The Heat won in 13 They looked amazing LeBron was the best player on the planet 14 You got Tim Duncan Manu Fucking uh, Tony Parker And, and now Ka- we got Kawhi, Kawhi yeah, As a fourth option With Danny Green <laughs> Shit is ugly over here yeah. The Warriors Y'all win the motherfucking chip Uh, Y'all lose the next year LeBron was on some shit Him and Kyrie Y'all get KD Win 17, win 18, 19, Kawhi's on the Raptors with Kyle Lowry fucking OG and every Brett Van Vliet. It, it, it's just what it, the game is going to move too fast. It's yeah. just what it is. So all that dynasty shit, it's over. And yeah. then we start, me and Ron Jones. we start talking about footballs. We talked about the Eagles shit. And I don't know if y'all saw it, but Zach Ertz last night after the Eagles lost, you know, people was pissed at Doug Peterson because he took out Jalen Hurts.
2: Ram, just, yes.
1: And... At the end of the game, Zach Ertz sat on the field, on the bench, just sitting there. And it was like this is probably Zach Ertz's last time playing in this arena, and you know, whatever, whatever. And I was telling Ron Jules, I'm like, it's crazy at how fast the Eagles Super Bowl just team won a Super is Bowl.
2: just gone. <laughs> it's obliterated. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a Carson b- Wentz is likely out. He's done. Uh, Ertz is Zach Ertz is probably out. All of those older defensive linemen, all of Fletcher that shit, Fletcher
1: Cox and all, they, they out. What's the one uh with the with the with the Rafe uh we seen him with the Rafe big nigga with the, Jason Peters. Yeah. That no. They didn't they didn't have Jason Peters play every position on the offensive line the Dog. last 2
2: years except center.
1: Yeah, real shit. <laughs> like it's it's just what it is. So and I I was saying how in football to have a football dynasty is just fucking crazy. Damn, near impossible. It's almost impossible. So we start talking about Mike Tomlin and how Mike Tomlin just doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Yeah. It's one of the best coaches ever.
2: Yeah, he's and he and here's the thing, there there was all this talk about is he able is what's he gonna do and
1: succeed in Bill Coward He's way better than Bill Coward. Dog, he, he hasn't had a losing fucking season. Right. Like the Steelers don't lose with this nigga at the helm. Yeah. And they still be like Oh, it might be over. It might yeah, the Steelers this year were undefeated yeah. up until the yeah. 11th game ben of the goes season.
2: Down, they fucking lose Le'Veon. All that shit. It don't matter.
1: Like if you and Ron made a very good point. He kept Antonio Brown in check for nine years. Yeah. You know how fucking hard that had to be. That nigga's a
2: maniac. That nigga showed up. <laughs> that nigga
1: showed up on a barber shop with a fucking a blue mohawk yeah. and a blonde uh, Hulk Hogan mustache. Yo, like you know how hard that had to be to keep AB <laughs> in line. And it's like yo, Mike Tomlin got Super Bowls, coaches of the year. All these AFC appearances, all these conference titles, never had a losing season and people was like, nah. We love John Gruden. Right. This shit is just amazing to me. But the whole conversation we were having talking about contracts. Yeah. Like the contract shit now in sports has shifted everything. Yeah. You're not going to It's just really going to be impossible to see a dynasty again. Like look at how good Giannis is with the Bucks. Yeah. They can't even get to the chip
2: can't Even get really to the conference
1: finals so they get so to get there and win two three in a row. How yeah. as good as everybody thinks the Lakers are this year, it's gonna be tough as fuck it, for them to it's get. It's definitely not happening next year. I don't think so either because by next year, this is, is, is it, there's gonna be a new powerhouse, there's gonna be a new something. It's not gonna be like say if Michael Porter Jr. takes two three four steps forward and now you got to deal
2: with him, Maul Murray, and Jokic, you know right. what I'm
1: saying? Like what do you do right. against, that, against three young guns? And I, I had a conversation. It's funny because uh, one of the old heads, not, not Dustman, but one of the other <laughs> old heads, he came in the conversation and was like, all these new niggas, all they want to do is leave and, and go try to link up. And it's just like, no, that's called life evolving. The same reason why people change jobs or move for a different job is Better opportunity. That's yeah. what you want. That whole get this job and work till your back breaks and then they throw you down it's the nigger hole. That's yeah. a stupid mentality yeah. that black people kind of just accepted back in the day. Because but like, they didn't have that much opportunity. Right. So you take what you can get and you make the most of Bingo. it. Bingo. Shit ain't like that. No ain't more. like that no more. I can go be a fucking millionaire on YouTube. I can go be a millionaire on my fucking Amazon. I, anything. Yeah. It's like so... I don't necessarily, like, my dispatcher one day was like, I don't understand why the young people just be calling out and shit like this, that, and the third. And I'm like, because they have shit going on. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, people have things going on. Yeah. Out. Uh, one of the girls, she um, she works for the railroad. She sells the the hijabs. Okay, Is that yeah, the proper he, way to announce it? The, uh, Hijab? Hijabs, Hijab. Hijab. Yeah. I didn't want to. <laughs> but she sells them. And she posted to John the other day. She sold 500 and something of them and made $11,000. And it's just like that like people I'm gonna take a day off from work here and there you see what I'm saying (laughs) I got shit to do and I was telling him like for me being like silly and play around and shit I have the podcast right it's like people have shit going on outside of work where it's like no I'm working but get it fucked up the the deal coming and the, and the phantom. Get, Ace. I'm not even giving y'all a resignation letter. Where, where's Matt? Where is Matt at? Where's magic? Oh shit! Like so, it's it's just that's just the way it go, and it, that shit happens in sports. It happens yeah. in music. It happens in every fucking level of life. So now you got sports players where back in the day they wanted security. Magic Johnson signed a 25 year deal. <laughs> Like, what? A million a, milli a season. 25-year deal. Motherfuckers just wanted job security. It- so that's why you had all these big, dumbass contracts. Where now it's like, no, because I got... I own Blaze Pizza. Yeah. And I own this restaurant and I got this going on and over there's here. there's just
2: so much money in the game now, even from like just the television revenue and shit like right. that. And the kickbacks that the league gives a player outside of their what they're contracted for right. to perform for. It's too much bread. Like they got so much money in their prior TV deal, they were able to orchestrate a lockout for like six fucking months right. because niggas is like, nah, we straight. Like, uh,
1: y'all gonna get this shit right away and coming back. Right. Did you see the other day the Sixers? They approved four, five restaurants that they can go have team meals at, even through the quarantine and shit. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, the um basically the league for every for all the teams in their cities and shit yeah. and where they visiting and shit. Basically made deals with restaurants in every city oh. that the NBA be. So the five restaurants here. Um, the only one that I know notable, they're all down there in that Rittenhouse area. Yeah. It's the joint you was going to that day when I seen you. I was going to Elvez. You was going to the one across the street. That Double Knot, that was on the list. Yeah, Double Knot, and it's like four other ones. That they can go have team meals and nobody else can come in there. Yeah. And then when other teams come, they can go there and shit. And it's just like, the NBA just has too much power. Yeah. Turn them goddamn fryers <laughs> on. <off. laughs> you know what I'm saying? is it just, it's, it's just too much money and it's too much power. Yeah. But when it comes down to the contract, that CBA, like the contract structures, because of it, you'll never see. When you got, and just last thing I'm going to leave you with, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, I'm trying to think it's two other people are definitely for sure, Kevin Durant, and I forgot the other one. These niggas all turned down Supermax deals. Think about that for a second. We will give you $250 million guaranteed to stay here in this city with this team while we build around you. Yeah. And they was like, nope. No <laughs> Nah. <laughs> kind of hate New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of fucking hate it here. <laughs> Probably like I ain't going to hold y'all. Cleveland
2: stinks. <laughs> if I wasn't I ca- from I here. I came back for nostalgic purposes, yes. but the rumors are the
1: facts. This shit stinks. Yeah, kind of going of This is awful.
2: They're like, Hawaii, like Supermax, and and like, and,
1: and, and, you gotta be fucking kidding. <laughs> Canada? Canada, my nigga? Canada? You gotta be kidding. Like, think about that, the Supermax backfired. Yeah. Like, the only motherfuckers signed it was Harden, Steph Curry, Giannis, and Westbrook. Yeah. And Westbrook sure got traded after signing <laughs> right, the jump. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm Dynasties is done, though. Paul George turned down Supermax, Paul too. Paul George turned down Indi- Supermax, you're absolutely right. Like, that's the other person. I know it was somebody else. It's just like, yeah, dog. Like when you got big, big names turning down guaranteed supermax deals, and then you got motherfuckers like Mike Conley getting a buck fifty. It's like <laughs> you never gonna see another. Yeah, guy it, see. it literally it backfired in every aspect. The money moves too much. It moves to it just moves them too much. It made you, it
2: to where a player that is important to a team that may not be a superstar gets elevated because you have to overpay him to, to over, keep him. Though, JJ Reddick got twenty million a season. Got 23 one season, oh, for the <laughs> crazy
1: <laughs> to be a, sp- a, a spot up wing shooter. KCP was like, I want 80. It was like, all right, relax, <laughs> slow down, <laughs> relax, slow oh, the fuck down. <laughs> Still trying to get over that Kobe walking out on <laughs> you thing. Like, but now it's the truth. It's KCP like KCP yeah. had shit, well, he was his most recent? He got 30
2: over two years. He got 18, and then he got 12. Who? KCP. Oh yeah, yeah. Right he before, got, like, right before LeBron
1: came. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, no, everybody's going to get either overpay or they're just going to turn down certain <laughs> right. shit. And because of that, you're not going to be able to keep teams together. Look at the Lakers. The Lakers just won a championship. Seven players are gone. Yeah, they, and they pillaged the rest of the league to fill in the depletions. Danny Green is gone. Avery Green is gone. Rondo is gone. Dwight Howard is gone. JaVel McGee is gone. gone. Like, they straight have a whole new yeah. team.
2: Danny Green is stinking it up for the Sixers, by the way. He's absolutely. Sixers awful. look good. Sixers Mine. look good. Danny Green still looks terrible. I think he's Danny shooting Green. like 22% from three or something like that.
1: Do you want to. Is there anything else you want to discuss? Uh, not really. What'd you say t-
2: I thought T was going to say
1: something. Philly uh, invades <clears> Atlanta. <throat> oh, Master P is trying to buy Reebok. Uh, I'm probably not gonna buy any. Reeboks.
2: I'm definitely not buying any Reeboks. Um, I applaud him and Baron Davis for you know for doing some good business and trying to create uh some you know more black billionaires and all of that. Baron Davis on the low is like a major player in um like the tech world and shit like that. Like his name yeah, pops yeah, up in a lot, yeah. a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, lot of shit. Legal marijuana too, I believe he got uh something to do with that also. But yeah, Baron Davis is a is a is a mover and shaker. They got access to the capital to I'm sure to get the deal done. <laughs> the thing is, is just like you know, Adidas devalue Reebok's brand equity so bad just by mere, like just apathy. Like they just didn't care. Like they had a little run with the CrossFit shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like they did nothing. They didn't pump no money into the brand, nothing. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's like CrossFit and, uh, Pierre Moss was the only shit that they did that was like kinda like dope the last few years. They tried to fucking get Future to wear Reeboks for a little bit, overpay him, didn't work. They tried to get Swiss Beats to fucking do some creative
1: design, bring the Basket shit over there, didn't work. Yeah, none of it like popped. <coughs> none of it popped. They on a ninth fucking tour of Allen <laughs> Iverson questions. They had Kendrick for a minute too.
2: Yeah, Kendrick too. And now didn't Kendrick work. is locked in with Nike for like a long term yeah. deal. And um You know, it's like a lot of these companies, not a lot because it ain't a lot of them out there, but they missed the mark on a lot of these creatives and not knowing like who was next and just kind of just banking on like athletics, making so much money and not being aware of the lifestyle part of it and how important the lifestyle shit was. Like Jerry Lorenzo is the director of Adidas Athletics. Yeah. Basketball in particular.
1: Yeah, he left Nike. Uh, He left Nike. Sean Wortherspoon, He's at Adidas now.
2: See what I'm saying? It's like, so it's like if you not, if, you, if you're not incentivizing these creatives and giving them real equity stake and shit like that in, in their creation and all that, and you just giving them like a vanity deal where they get, you know, a set amount to design a shoe and no royalty and all that shit, that shit's not gonna fly. Think about like fucking Ronnie Feig. I was talking about him this morning. Like, this motherfucker has the only non exclusive deal in fashion. Ronnie Feich just yeah. redesigned the listen to me. He just redesigned the Knicks City uniforms yeah. for Nike. Put out a Air Force One with Nike, collab with Dipset, and put, out, and, own and own and dip put out the warm-ups out. and yeah. all of that shit for Nike. This week he got a new balance out. How?
1: Those the sky blue joints? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got yeah.
2: a new balance out this week.
1: And the, the- Yankees collab. <laughs> Damn.
2: <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: the most like, coveted icon in all sports.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like yo, we got to get some of this money, man. At some point, it's like, you know, they they would let you they don't even let you do luxury and athletic no more. That's in a non-compete. <laughs> like, so now they let, like they straight letting Ronnie Fieg do athletic against athletic straight
1: right. competitors at, at the same time. Like it's nuts. I just saw a, a tweet, man. <laughs> It's a picture of Draymond Green and Steph Curry combined sixty three points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> combined sixty three points. just point. went for sixty three tonight. <laughs> Steph Curry has sixty two. That's funny as shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, it, it's it's so much money out. If here. you know you have brand
2: equity. You can get what the fuck you want. Hell it may yeah. not be from who you want it from, but somebody there's always a dark horse that's gonna pop up like, I pay it. Yeah. Same that's what happened with Steph with Under Armour. Right. Nike was the incumbent. Nike had first right of refusal on re signing them. This is before he blew the fuck up, won a zillion MVPs, championships, all of that shit. And Nike just fumbled. Like they presentation didn't have no fucking energy to it. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't believe in his ability to sell shoes. Under Armour, like, listen, not only can you come over this motherfucker, you can fucking own this motherfucker
1: with us. And the crazy part is... Steph has he's like on their golf John all everything life. yeah because you you are the number t- you're like the number
2: three <laughs> shoe seller in nigga, the universe Nigga selling Under Armour wrestling outfits singlets <laughs> <laughs>
1: pictures, Singlet. of, him. <laughs> pictures <laughs> of him like this <laughs> fucking golf shirts all type of shit I saw oh. this fucking golf line from Steph Curry yeah. Under Armour I was like God damn so it's like yeah they know that shit but it's crazy though because he's become like an actual figure in like the celebrity golf yeah. world. Yeah Sell some fucking clothes. Yeah,
2: we gonna, we gonna wrap all this shit around. One around thing I our realized
1: guy. is like the 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 especially the hood shit. Like the hood dollar be mattering, but not in the global in grand. the global grand scheme of things, it means nothing. Like we have as black people, Dr. Claude Anderson st-
2: stated this statistic. We got we got a spending power of one point one to one point three trillion every single year for all the black people in America. We inherently choose to oppress our black business owners, because we don't spend our money with them. Eighty percent of our money goes outside of the fucking black yeah. community, and I think it might have been more than that. It might have been like
1: nine out of every ten dollars gets
2: spent thing outside the black this, like, community. You know one thing? I think that's like absolutely
1: hilarious when it comes to black people. They'll go to KOP, they'll buy a bag for twelve hundred dollars, they'll buy a coat for twenty two hundred dollars, they'll buy some shoes for six fifty. Then they'll go to the local urban designer, buy two t-shirts, and post it on deal. Instagram, be like, buy black. <laughs> like, and they and they wanted a deal. The shirts was thirty dollars <laughs> a piece. Man, let me get these of 50 that shit is crazy man but it's just like nah. i i sit back and i i was think about that shit the other day because i was talking to again one of the, the guys talking to at work we was looking at a john and was talking about how nike's highest paid athlete and uh as far as endorsements and yeah. shit like that and you know tiger wood was it for a while yeah. and he's like i don't understand like how the fuck would tiger woods be it over like lebron and michael jordan i'm like because the NBA wasn't global. The NBA just became a global game in the last five years. Exactly. When Tiger Woods was winning all the Masters and all that shit, golf is everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, when Tiger Woods became the fist pump master winner over, 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 over again, yeah. all that golf wear and golf clubs and golf hat, I have one of the Nike golf hat Right now. now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right it now. just is what it is. It's like, yeah, he became the face yeah. of, of them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you look at NCAA 2004 on the video game, Madden 2004 on the video game, NBA 2K on the video game. You know what the golf game was called? Tiger Woods. Woods. Tiger Woods PGA. <laughs> that, like, this shit ain't the, the golf game. It's Tiger Woods. Like, he became the face of an entire sport. And golf is a universal game. So it's like, yeah, that's yep. how he became $100, $200 million a year, nigga, from Nike. No business, no, no other sport closes more business deals than golf. Yeah. Golf first, tennis second. It just is what it is. You want to make some money? I think, uh, who was it that said that shit? I think Ari on uh in honor. Learn how to play you golf. You want to make some money? Learn how to play golf. That's just what it is.
2: Shit, even our man Charm on American Pimp was playing golf. Y'all get out here on Yeah, damn sure was.
1: It's the truth though. The biggest deals get closed on the golf course. Like it is what it is. Is what it is. Uh you got anything else? No, not really, man. I just want to give a shout out to uh our
2: TV uh partner, New Generation Television. Follow them on uh social media at NGTV network. Uh, our episodes are typically available on Wednesdays on New Generation TV and then also on YouTube as well. Um, what else, what else, what else? Uh, I don't really got nothing else, man. Anniversary show coming up in about two weeks, uh, MLK Monday. Uh, we're trying to work on some different guests and stuff like that. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? And uh, but other than that, man, I just appreciate y'all. You know, support y'all viewership, y'all listenership. Go back and listen to the last show we had with Sal Maska, DJ and Legend. That was a good ass show. It was Episode one thirty one. We had a surprise like good ass interview. We didn't know what to expect from it, but it ended up working out the way that I planned it in my head is how it happened. But at the time, it was a little shaky. I didn't know I was going through that. Yeah, I, I didn't. When I saw the four finger ring, I said, this is about to be freaky. <laughs> this is about to shit. be dumb, Yeah, this is about to be freaky. <laughs> no, but the, it was the great. shit was
1: it was it was a really, really good interview. I enjoyed
2: it. Yeah, so check out that episode 131. Check out our whole back catalog. Check, uh, you know, support us on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, uh, just search TRPE, page pop right up. And uh, you know, support us, man. We appreciate everybody listening, though. Y'all take care of yourselves. y'all be safe. Happy New Year. We out.